0: Welcome back to another episode of the Obvious Choice Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Miller. I run a real estate team here in Blaine, cleverly named the Tyler Miller team. And you guys, I'm really, really excited about this episode, um, especially if you that live in the Blaine community. You need to watch or listen to this whole episode. It is all about our community, what's going on, why things aren't happening maybe that we think should. And the person that's going to make all that possible is a wonderful Jess Robertson. So she's sitting over here to my right. And, um, you know, she is a councilwoman here in Blaine and does an amazing job. And she's incredible. So first off, thanks, Jess, for joining us. Thank you. Um, But why I wanted Jess on um, on this podcast, if you guys haven't listened to it or watched it before, you know, uh, I started this because I just feel like I have a ton of awesome people in my life that are really good with like, one certain specific thing that's like their their thing that's why i would ever go to those people for advice or help in my life and jess happens to be the person that i would turn to for any questions ever when it comes to the blaine community even like just just what's going on in anoka county the government whatever jess is uh really dialed in super passionate and has done a lot of great things in our community already that i love um and she's just freaking hilarious. I mean, every time I call her for a five-minute conversation, it's an hour long. Yeah,
1: 48 minutes later. I
0: know. And we're both like, I guess we should get off the phone, right? Uh, well, let's keep talking. <laughs> like, it's just awesome. So uh, first off, thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you for asking. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um, I know you're crazy busy. Um, and I remember when I first started thinking about doing this podcast, like when I was making my list, you were right up at the top. Oh, like goodness. it was like I got to get Jess on here cuz she has so much good knowledge about what's going on uh, in our community. So, really <clears throat> really excited about this episode.
1: Well, that's super kind. And thank you for mentioning that also. We are also friends. We are friends. This isn't just like some political no. like campaign opportunity. <laughs> like we are legitimately friends. So, yeah. I appreciate you having me on here. Probably brave for you to do so. Yeah. So, I Yeah, real estate I and politics
0: it. don't always mix. No, but, um, you
1: know, I don't fancy what I do is politics anyway so right. I think we can we can figure it out. And
0: this isn't about real estate either. This isn't Might about be. that well, it could be. This isn't about my business though. This is right. about people in my life and my community and I think it's important that you know, I have these connections because of what I do, which is amazing, but if I don't use those connections to help others, then I right. just feel like what's it all about? Right. You know. So, anyways, what I wrote down first because I want to give people an idea of what to expect. Sure. Uh, with this podcast and all I'll say is just stay tuned guys it's gonna be nuts Um, yeah and also let's
1: just state for the record I think typically you advise your guests ahead of time I was advised like 15 seconds before we turn these microphones on, so buckle up. Yeah, Uh, This is rehearsed.
0: Nope. She has no uh, notes that I know of that Um, I can see. Uh, Maybe she has some in her hair.
1: Water, a pack of gum, and
0: a cell phone. There's probably some in her hair we can't see. Um, She has an amazing head of hair, guys. For those of you listening, you're missing out. Oh, gosh. Curly, red, incredible.
1: Just what the Lord gave me to work with, Tyler.
0: (laughs) But so when I was preparing for this, um, well in advance, definitely wasn't yesterday. But when i was preparing for this it was yesterday um, like a final yeah it was bit definitely like a final um i wrote i always wanted to start it out by writing down the things that when i think of jess is what, what comes to mind oh for boy. me am i
1: gonna so,
0: cry <clears throat> i don't know maybe okay. maybe okay. or you'll hit me one of the two
1: okay no i won't do that
0: <laughs> um but so what i wrote down is the first thing i wrote down was spitfire but in a good way and I mean, i mean that in literally the best way possible you are very unfiltered at times which i love Like you tell like it is, which I think is really important in your world and in the political world. I think obviously all the time, not just politics, all the time. All the time, but it translates. I think well for for everybody to kind of know where you stand. You know, because that's for me when it comes to political stuff. That drives me crazy when people are like wavering and you know.
1: Yeah, if you have to ask ten questions to to get get the answer to one question, that's an issue.
0: Right. So like. That's not gonna be a problem nope. uh jess is a spitfire but in a good way my wife described her as spicy in a good way again because i'm ginger probably a little okay bit, yeah. okay <laughs> there's <laughs> definitely a little bit in there um but my wife adores you too she thinks that you're just awesome oh, and, and and just cares about you know important things in our community so she loves you for that um i said incredibly passionate about our community hilarious Every time we talk, I'm laughing. Oh God,
1: pressure. Now I need to come through today.
0: Yeah. If, if you don't make people laugh at least 10 times, like, what's this all about? Don't um, in the
1: podcast forever.
0: Sarcastic, which...
1: I think we accomplished that already.
0: I love you for that, too, because okay. I'm also sarcastic. Uh, very hard worker. Visionary. Which, that's the thing I think almost I like the most about you is that we can, I can kind of like, because I have like stupid questions about the community. Like, I love stupid oh, questions. what about, what about this? And like, you're like right there with me. You're like, yeah, like we, you know, maybe. And like, it's just kind of fun. Um, honest, golfer, which is something I learned somewhat recently. Like you're a decent golfer, right?
1: On some days, yeah. Yeah.
0: But like you, you're an avid golfer.
1: Own. I'm trying to be.
0: How many times did you golf this year, do you think?
1: Maybe like 30-ish. Okay. That's more, pretty dang good. Probably.
0: And what's your average? You keep track.
1: No, that was really. Is this going to be one of the questions on your thing, or you want to get into this now?
0: We inter- I can. I just questions? just really quick. Average. Do you know?
1: I finished the season. My best score this season was about ninety. So I would say Damn. I hover around a hundred. That's is probably where I hover. You could beat me. Let's find out. We'll <laughs> we film, should. We'll film a. We'll film a golf podcast. That would be
0: amazing. Yeah. Stay yes. tuned for that, guys. It's happening. Um, <clears throat> opinion leader. Uh, a show-off. <laughs> and I said, and a show-off when it comes to roasting marshmallows.
1: Oh, my which gosh. Which is such
0: an inside joke.
1: <laughs> just don't even inside it. Just just tell. So, you're, okay. You're
0: just, Jess oh and I's gosh. relationship blossomed when <laughs> she had to use me for my house uh, during a um, a promotional video for the city of Blaine. Yeah, a
1: marketing campaign.
0: To, to try to get uh, businesses like... Um a Trader uh, Joe's or... Uh... The, yeah,
1: the genesis of the marketing campaign was to just break stereotypes. All these narratives that exist about the city of Blaine outside of the city of Blaine. Obviously, right. if you live here, you love where you live. But trying to bring new business that's not familiar with our community, that's a challenge. Mm-hmm. So we had this grand idea... To go find the premier housing developments, to showcase the airport, the PGA golf courses, because we have two, Mm -hmm. Victory Links is a PGA qualifying course, and to really highlight and leverage the amazing things that do happen here. So I was like, boop, boop, boop. Yo, Tyler, can we borrow your backyard? And we need a pontoon. And I need some extras. And we ended up filming this. Okay, I don't want to say ridiculous because the video actually turned out really, really the video great. Was it amazing. was so well done. Yeah. But there was this part in the video where we're gathered around the campfire in your backyard. And I don't know why, but the production team had like 15 marshmallows on like my marshmallow stick. And I don't know if you remember, it was so windy and there was so the s- much smoke, smoke. I couldn't even, my eyes were like watering. There I was, was going to so make a comment smoke. about the
0: smoke, but I went with marshmallow because oh i didn't realize it until you you said something and i went back and i watched the video and yeah there's like 10 marshmallows Literally, zombies. i was
1: like who roasts this many marshmallows so at one time she's I a show-off she's guess. a show-off
0: with her oh marshmallow gosh. roasting skills oh gosh who would have thought you know um know. but yeah so that video is awesome and where like can people find that video anywhere
1: if they ask me to see it, I can show it to okay. them. It's so really it's, something it's like that out we're there? using for targeted marketing. Yeah. No, it's not on the city's website. It, it was created for a specific purpose, and I have a feeling that purpose probably is aligning with some of the questions yeah. that you have queued up. So, well, I mean, it was, it was very specific, so it's not something we put online.
0: And that is, like, something for people listening or watching that I think, ju- like, I'm always amazed with some of the stuff that's happening behind the scenes, the things that you guys have already thought of mm-hmm. uh, that, like... Like, I'll come to you and be like, what about this? You're like, oh, yeah, we explored that like three years ago. And I'm like, oh, I'm a dumbass. Um, But like that video was in an effort to try to bring higher end retailers and shopping and restaurants to Blaine. And so the people that um, I have some questions that are like saying, hey, when are we going to get this? When are we going to get that? You guys are already on top of it.
1: We're certainly trying to be.
0: I mean, you're, you're 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 you created a video. For I mean, the whole city. Like, that's amazing. I don't you know? think
1: there's a way to encapsulate. I literally, and I am going into this, was not a development and redevelopment expert. Business for sure, small mm-hmm. business community, mm-hmm. but never development and redevelopment. So, really, the last five years, I've been drinking out of the learned development fire hose. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure some of the same questions are questions that I had coming in here. Like, this should be easy. Right. There should be no reason I can't just beep, boop, boop. Hi, yeah. uh, Trader Joe's just come yeah. here. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, so it's certainly been a learning experience. And I'm not an expert by all means, but I literally live and breathe this. When I get up in the morning, I have like a routine. Mm-hmm. My kid's a doll and she makes me a pot of coffee every morning. She's so cute. And I literally go through finance and commerce, the Minneapolis Business Journal, the business section of the Pioneer Press and the Star Tribune. I read like the uh, variety section and like what's new and like restaurant and food. Mm-hmm. But and then I take all those ideas if something jumps out, and they go right to staff. And every Friday, every other Friday, we have a subcommittee. I'm going to call it. The name's horrible, so don't judge it. <laughs> we call it the Super Development Squad. Um, of course you But do. we literally meet every Friday, and all these ideas get put out there. Tons of emails go out, uh, and then I do the same thing at night before I go to bed. So 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, I am reading every business article that exists on the Mm -hmm. internet. If someone says something to me, like during the day, I'll go look it up. Yeah, And then I compile a list of emails and they all go to Eric. I'll forward them to Eric at City Hall or Community Development Director. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, why are we not doing this? If I see one more win for the city of Woodbury, if I see one more win for Maple Grove, I'm going to lose it. There's no reason Blaine can't have wins. And so it literally... It is the first thing I do when I get up. It is the last thing I do before I go to bed. Yeah. It's literally all I. It's all I think about.
0: And stupid question alert, but like for most people on the city council, is that their full time job? Or no, have... no, we okay. are not full time elected right.
1: officials. So technically, what is required of me is to show up three times a month.
0: Okay. For which is crazy. Two
1: council meetings and three workshops. That's it. And, and quite honestly, you can be effective that way. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say everyone should do the job the way I do it. My thought process is that this isn't like a normal job where I am in control of whether or not I keep my job. I have no control whether or not I keep this job. So I don't want to squander an opportunity either. The voters have given me, the residents, my neighbors have given me this massive responsibility, and they can take it away from me. And so I don't want to squander that. So I really invest. Plus, I'm super competitive, and I I can't help that. So I I give all that I literally can to it yeah. because well, I don't know how long I'll have the opportunity to be that voice in that way.
0: Right. And that's why I love you. And uh, I didn't say this yet, but this like having you on here has nothing to do with my political views or anything like that. I want everybody to be clear about that it is because you are so dialed in and you will give honest answers. Yeah. And I happen to nice. be your friend. But it has nothing to do with which way I lean or or anything like that. It's just I know that if I had anyone else on here, I might not get certain answers. Sure, You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And and also I think for them it might become more of like a let's say the right things to, you know, that type of deal where I just know you're going to because you're so passionate about it. You are so well versed and well researched on what is possible that you're not going to sugarcoat it. You're just going to tell like it is going to tell you, you know, and that's what that's that's the main reason I wanted to have you on here other than the fact that we're friends.
1: Yeah. Well, and I appreciate that. And I would echo that I don't do this either because of my political views. Fundamentally, I just think there is no space for that at the city council level. Because it clouds judgment, yeah. and I think it's divisive in certain instances. And you have to remember, like we live in a divided world right now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: in so many fronts, and especially politically. And yeah. so there is there's no side. The side that I choose every time I have a decision to make is the side of what's best for Blaine. It's not what's best for Party A or Party B. That doesn't that doesn't matter. That's in you know our roles require us to work with legislative officials on both sides of the aisle. So I can't go into my job picking a side. And then on behalf of the city of Blaine, sit in front of legislators and be like, but I need you, you know, to, you know, hear me out and be where I am when they know I'm politically active, maybe adversely to how they feel or how they do their job. I just there's no place for it. Right. It's a distraction, quite honestly. And I don't I don't like it.
0: But that's it's like just giving some context and like background. Like, that's why I love you. (laughs) Because when I when I was like, hey, let's do a podcast. Never one time were you like. Yeah, let's let's work in this political angle no, ew. in fact you were like don't send me any questions ahead of time I just want to answer whatever you got yeah. and that's that's amazing what so a fly. Um. <clears throat> so anyways that's my that's why uh, I'm having Jess on here so really quick Jess for the people that yeah don't know about you maybe give just a really quick background about sure your personal life, if you want to get into it, where you grew up, that type of stuff. Yeah. Anything you think is relevant that we should know.
1: Sure. Yeah, I grew up here in Anoka County,
0: okay. um, in the sticks. In the sticks? In Oak Grove. Back when it was the trailer park capital no. of the world? No. No, nope, in okay. Oak
1: Grove. So we had you
0: were way 40
1: out acres yeah. of land. So it was a different lifestyle than mm-hmm. you can find here in the city of Blaine. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't have screens on the back of our house, so we could shoot squirrels out of the kitchen windows. <laughs> like, that's just how I grew up. I mean... So, um, you know, I don't know why, and I would not advise this to anyone graduating high school, but the trend when I was in high school in the 90s was to get married right out of high school. Mm -hmm. That's not a good idea. That's not a good idea. So let's say to get hey, to where I, met I am now. I my wife when I was 15. Okay, and that's, that's great. There is like that. We didn't
0: get married out of high school, though.
1: Yeah, but that was the trend then. It was like really weird. Like we graduated and we were going to weddings.
0: It means you're old. Uh, yes. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: I would agree with that. I might be. Um, it's
0: like what my grandparents did.
1: So yeah, I got married like really young. And took a different path to get to where I am now. Um, bought my first house here in Blaine in 1998. Nice. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep, 1998. Bought my first house. I was the 12. Town. Oh, my God. Let me just shut this <laughs> off and get out of here.
0: Jess is leaving. She's <laughs> Jess done. Jess has left the building. She has her cane, oh and she is walking out of here. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I moved here in the late 90s. Blaine was a different place mm-hmm. in the late 90s. Target wasn't here yet.
0: Was there dirt road still?
1: There were. Well, yeah, because the whole northeast corner of Blaine.
0: Right. Hadn't That's used, true. The lakes
1: wasn't here. Wasn't here. Yep. In 1998. It was a thought. The TPC wasn't here in 1998. Yeah. So, I mean, we basically we had like every town's basics like McDonald's, gas stations. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We know how I feel about fast food.
1: I know how you feel about fast food. Love it. I know how you feel about fast food. Um, So, yeah, uh, raised our family here, had a couple of kids. Uh, Again, I don't like to be like, oh, when I got married the first time. But, again, everyone's story is different and everyone's path is different. And I think Mm -hmm. to get to where I am now in this happy content place, there just wasn't a simple path to it. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, Raised the kids here, three daughters. Two mm-hmm. went to Spring Lake Park High School. My youngest is at Legacy Christian Academy. My two yep. older girls, now don't make fun of me for how old I am. I have two kids in college. One's in her fifth year of pharmacy school, and That's one's amazing. in her third year of nursing school. They're college roommates, it's super cute.
0: Oh, they're college roommates Yeah, even? they That's live together so cool.
1: up at NDSU. It's actually really adorable. They're only 23 That's months apart. Does that make you feel
0: really good as a parent?
1: It makes me feel good as a parent on a couple of fronts. A, I love that they have a support system, right? Because they're four hours away, and I can't be there, and they can be there for each other. But yes, on the like natural parent side, like, yay, my kids like each other. Yeah, like that's great, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super proud of them. They are amazing. They are really amazing. And Char, youngest, she's a junior at Legacy. So yeah, Mm -hmm. just have the kid thing, and you know. Divorce happens. And then Mm -hmm. I got remarried about 15, 16 years ago. And, you know, the Lord moves in mysterious ways, Tyler. Yep. That's just the way it is. I mean, sometimes I just wish He would, like, you know, Jesus would, like, send me an email and be like, hey, here's what's going to happen. Like,
3: I know, right? In your life. Like,
1: when you turn 18, like, and you, you know, you're an adult now, and the state of Minnesota says you can vote, and the federal government says you should, you can vote, Jesus should just send you an email and say, here's the plan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right, I know.
1: But he probably doesn't tell you because you wouldn't do it because it's never easy, right? No. To get to where you are now, it's not easy. No. Yeah. So I don't know. We've been here a long time. We've been ingrained in the community. Uh, my family runs a business in mm-hmm. the North Metro. Uh, so a small business is all I've known my whole yeah. life. Um, I've been there full time for like 17 years. Wow. Yeah. And through that, then I got involved with the Chamber of Commerce and I served in the Chamber of Commerce Board for seven years and mm-hmm. chaired it for a year. And once that time was over and as my kids started to grow up cuz you know this busy parent life.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm in the middle of it right now.
1: Exactly, right? So you have to be involved in every booster club, you got to volunteer. At one point in time, I think the three girls were in like six sports. Oh my gosh. And you go to that first night parent orientation, they're like, here's the schedule, here's all the bazillions of dollars that you're going to be spending on weekends at the dells for tournaments and mm-hmm. In addition to that, we need you to volunteer 18 hours of your time. Yep. And I'm like, where can I write a check and who can I write it to?
0: So I've done that the past few years. I've, like, donated. And it sounds
1: terrible, and it's not that you don't want to, but those sports are typically outside of school. So that doesn't even include, like, all the school stuff. Like, sure, I'll volunteer at your class, or sure, I'll volunteer for this. And it's like, OMG. So as the kids got older and my time kind of freed up a little bit Mm -hmm. and my Chamber of Commerce time came to an end, I still love the business community. I'm super passionate about the business community Uh, I had friends at City Hall just through the nature of working through the Chamber of Commerce. And Mm -hmm. so when the council seat I have now was going to not be uh, my wasn't going to be refiled for, Mm -hmm. I sat down with that council member and I said, hey, do you think is this the right thing for me? Mm -hmm. Like, is this like like an organic like next step? And he's like, listen, if you have the fire in your belly, like, do it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I think I do. I really love this place. At this point now, I've been here 25 years. At that time, about 20 years. So it's like, yeah, I love the city. I want to see the best future for it. And then we just... Here I am. I, I mean, know. it's just, it's the most bizarre thing. I mean, life is just weird. And yeah, you can sprinkle in. I didn't give you the full autobiographical, like, and then in the year 2000. She has a what book coming I out. What did was. That's
0: why this podcast is, oh, we're doing the gracious. podcast actually because no. of your book you're releasing, right? Oh
1: my gosh. I would love to write a book. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs>
0: I'd, I would buy it. Absolutely. Would you?
1: Yes. So I'll sell one copy. Well, two, because I'll make my mom buy one. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> your, your mom will no. put it on eBay and oh, I'll buy that one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
1: So, yeah, here we are now, council, and then uh, my brother and I kind of run the family business. My parents are missionaries. Okay. So, we have a couple of stores, and that's that's what we do. So, between yeah. probably investing about 30-plus hours a week into council business, yeah, I work... I yeah, have a real company you have to keep a real job, afloat, real company. and then you know, I guess I could say I'm the CEO of my household. I got to be a, a yep. good wife, and I got to be a good mom. And very
0: underrated position
1: to and from school and schools in Andover. So we're driving yep. to and from every day. But I mean, it's it's busy, but it's You're all right. Crushing
0: it. And you made I'm time for I'm trying to. So.
1: Of course, I made time for this. Thank you. Yeah, you asked nice, so I said yes. Yeah.
0: I did. I asked many times persistently. um so okay, now I want to get into some questions, yeah, and, and I and I wrote down a ton of questions. I went on Facebook, um, and uh, I appreciate the that was your idea. Hey, let's yeah. see what people want to hear. Um, so I have a ton of questions I want to get to. Good from from people, not okay. just me. Um, but the first one I didn't I didn't write this down, but I'm I'm just I want to know just like right out of the gate. So how long have you been a council member now? Five years. Five years. In the five year time what would you say in your mind is like your greatest accomplishment to you personally like
1: not quitting <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay other than like i mean no i know yeah i'm saying like from a uh community wise yeah like, definitely. like what, what project was yep, it that like, highway
1: 65 easy
0: getting the funding for it uh, recently 100 yeah
1: uh, about four years ago we went through a strategic planning process because let's be honest again i've lived here 25 years now
0: you know you everyone's know been talking about highway yeah.
1: 65 since the day they moved into this lovely city yes. highway 65 highway 65 And by all means, I am not in any way, shape or form like throwing shade at, you know, council members of Christmas's past. Yeah,
0: previous ones. Just
1: there was never really a strategic direction to do it. So Mm -hmm. we sat down as a council about four years ago with a facilitator and or like came up with an organic or an organic like layout of what are the strategic goals of the city of Blaine as they relate to economic development. Right. As they relate to infrastructure, as they relate to just organizational health and things like Mm -hmm. that. And Highway 65 was on there. And I don't know what... Well, I mean, I know what changed for me. I was just not going to not stop asking. Yeah. I wasn't ever going to not be in a position to be in front of someone who had the authority or the ability to influence and bring that cash to this city. Right. Wasn't going to happen. And actually, before I got elected, I was appointed to... Um, MnDOT has a public advisory council, and I got okay. on that public advisory council before I even got elected. So... Um, You know, I tried to be as plugged in as I possibly could. But once we set that strategic priority, it was there was no turning back. We hired state lobbyists, federal lobbyists. We put ourselves in front of everybody that we possibly could, even through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hate to talk about the COVID days because those were sad times for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. But COVID gave us a really unique opportunity to almost uh, get in front of legislators and decision makers more easily Mm -hmm. because of
3: Zoom. Yeah. And they would literally
1: say, they'd say, okay, City of Blaine, we're going to sit you down in front of the Transportation Committee Chair, in front of the Tax Committee Chair, and in front of the MnDOT Commissioner. You have 10 minutes collectively. Work it out amongst yourselves. Who's going to say what? You literally have two and a half minutes. So we had it down like a script. Yeah. We had it down and we knew what every legislator wanted to hear. Like some legislators want to hear about the environmental impact or what are the bike and ped impacts or what are the safety impacts, public safety? How does it impact, you know, the police department? Mm -hmm. So we had it down. So, I mean, we, man, I cannot tell you how much we busted our asses to Mm -hmm. get that money here Mm -hmm. to the city of Blaine. Well. And that wasn't just the city lane. I want to be clear. It wasn't just the city. I mean, if I, I know I mentioned earlier just the political volatility that exists. Not here. Man, I mean, we had legislators on both sides, sides of the aisle, at the state mm-hmm. level, at the federal level, the county, the city, everyone banding together. And if I heard anything out of your mouth other than Highway 65, we <laughs> were going to have problems. Right. We were going to have problems because I, I can't believe – I mean, I believe it just because we put in the effort, but the fact that we managed to get $196 million in two years time is absolutely insane.
0: I have an applause button.
1: No, you don't. It's right here. There
0: it is. Everybody will hear it. Oh,
1: my stars. It's
0: incredible. Honestly. I don't
1: do a thing for prizes. No, well. uh, It it is incredible. And that-
0: As a Blaine resident, I will tell you, especially a Blaine real estate agent, it is the problem. Yeah. Okay. It's the problem, mm-hmm. and by working together, obviously not just yourself, but with a bunch of people, and spearheading this, um, it's a legacy that's going to live on forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's you're gonna you're change the landscape you're literally going to change the community, mm-hmm. and like so, anybody listening, when you are frustrated by the construction over the next four or five years, right? Whatever, where or, or it starts in.
1: Is that one of the we'll questions there, you have We'll get there, but it here? starts. We can get into it if you want. It
0: starts in a little bit, um, and you're going to be frustrated by the construction yeah. and all the rerouting. Just know that like, while this is all happening, your home values, your land value, everything is going to be going up quicker than in the surrounding areas because when I try to sell people on Blaine, the biggest pushback I get is Highway 65. Yeah. They don't want to travel on it, and it's always a big workaround that we have to figure out. Can I get on 35? Can I do this? Can I do that? So I'm just telling you. Yeah. It's going to solve a lot of issues for like getting more people to move into the community from from the south like from the cities. They that's their big issue, 65. So, thank you for for my business. It just I'll be selfish. Thank you. Okay. Um, but oh, as a as a sure. community uh, resident to not have to sit at uh, the light on 109th yeah. and 65 for 18 freaking hours because it gives me 5 seconds, not even, before the light turns red. And by the way, if anybody out in Blaine knows what I'm talking about, that intersection, here's here's the the hack for that. If the light is red and the car in front of you is going, you go and you just become part of that vehicle.
1: Okay.
2: No.
0: You're now part of it.
1: No, I'm not gonna sanction that.
0: You don't have to say no. anything.
1: Do you, I literally just watched like the Mindot security cameras like the other day, someone did that, Tyler. Yeah. And they got smoked out well, there in okay. the intersection. I mean let's
0: not increase. Don't let's to not do... go so late. OMG. You know what I'm saying? But I'm yeah, just I, saying. All
1: right. That's, that's your deal. That's, that's on you, man. I'll,
0: I'll live with that. Yeah, I'm just saying not, it.
1: PS, like, listeners, do not do that. The city <laughs> of Blaine does not sanction that activity.
0: Jess did not sanction that. No, she doesn't. That, but I will say, like, that light alone is yeah. ridiculous. Everybody complains about it. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just going to be amazing when it's all done. I can't wait.
1: Well, in, truth be told, above and beyond just the impacts to a frustrating drive,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it impacts economic development. Like specifically one of the grants that we got for funding for 65. Because now keep in mind too, $196 million isn't one check. It came from about, I'm ballparking somewhere between 10 to 15 different sources. Mm -hmm. Some of it's state money, some of it's federal money, some of it's local money. Yep, Um, But they're all tied to something. And one of the grants that we received from the state was called a TED grant. It's a transportation and economic development grant because the argument that we made in our application, it is literally stifling our economic development. Mm -hmm. And it is. Because for the longest time, everybody wanted to be on Highway 65. If your business was going into the city of Blaine, you had to be on Highway 65. Now, we've made, obviously, great strides in the growth of our city overall. And there's different pockets of really great places to develop and grow your business. Mm but that grant specifically was for that and that really was um, that i don't know it's about 60 70 acres on that uh, west side of 65 where the old movie theater was mm,
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: what the Ted Grant was tied to
0: okay mm-hmm. the drive-in movie
1: theater? the drive-in movie theater was it
0: what was it called valley high was that what? No, no it was
1: called in like drive drive-in 65 or something Some, yeah, I maybe. i 65 yeah i can see it in my mind i've
0: been there when i was a little kid Me it was too. great i went there too i mean so we're where it was that was that like okay Mrs B's dolls is it right there or is it is it more I mean
1: north? yeah it's in that general right in vicinity yeah. yeah yeah
0: um but anyways yeah so I was just curious like you know what was most impactful to you so far I mean I, I know you've accomplished it. a lot but that changes that's a huge one lives people yeah.
1: have literally lost their lives on our infrastructure and that is just unacceptable and not only that it's impacting public safety like our officers don't want to cross sixty five at 109th. They just don't. And that's a problem. Like if you call 911 or somebody needs, you know, the police or the fire department or EMS to respond and that time's delayed, that's, it's just dumb. Right now they're averaging six to 10 calls per day related to Highway 65. Mm. Our Law enforcement agency. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's that perspective that I guess I don't ever think about of oh, like yeah. like the the police officer themselves. Oh yeah, having to Re- yeah route. turn the lights on and try to go across that would be terrifying. And
1: then hope you don't. There was an accident out there. I don't know in the last couple of years where that was the case because hmm. it's crazy town. But yeah, it's in the rearview mirror.
0: It's yeah, it's gonna be solved. It's in the rearview mirror. It's incredible. Yeah. And I've seen some of the designs for the new yeah. Um, and, and if somebody wanted to look up designs on that where should they go
1: thrive on 65.com
0: there you go all the
1: updates are on there the funding updates are on there actually all the sources of the funding are on there if you want to look at that and then there are um for the most part finalized engineered designs Mm -hmm. showing you yeah they're impressive
0: it's pretty cool yeah uh, it will be very, like, walkable and bikeable and stuff too, right?
1: Yes, it will be walkable, bikeable. There will be a pedestrian bridge over 113th and 65 that is mm-hmm. current. Well, that just popped up on the drawings in the last couple of months. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, kind of ebbs and flows. But we want to check all the boxes. Yeah. We don't want to do it just to do it. Yep. We want to do it and do it right.
0: So they can, like, walk to Chick-fil-A.
1: I mean, you... Is, is it then like right there Chick-fil-A. no it's like chick-fil-a is like 242 i've lived here a Let's long s- time i say but, 242. It's, but it's like ulysses sure you could
0: is it cloud drive is that where chick-fil-a is no no
1: ulysses and 123rd is technically
0: okay yeah it's a little bit further north i yeah.
1: guess
0: yeah i'm still gonna walk there because i love chick-fil-a
1: chick-fil-a is delicious
0: all right so a couple questions yep. um that and these are just like not in any order, these are just okay. random questions that I think I've had and other people okay. have, and I just started writing them down. So, okay. um, what does it take to get golf carts on the roads legal? It's not gonna happen, that's not what I, ask. what, what I asked. What would it take?
1: Poster. You didn't like it, an <laughs> act of God.
0: <laughs> no, why? Please explain because um, safety issues you go, to, you go to other communities, right? Sure. It like usually warmer weather uh, stuff like that like and they got the like you can drive a golf cart that goes like 30 miles per hour sure all over the place
1: typically like gated communities or something like that i mean these are just
0: you're driving down the road and
1: it's just there is a city ordinance in place that does not allow that and i know you asked me about this too like you texted me about this a couple months ago
0: yeah it was like the summer yeah so i was like it'd be fun to like golf cart up to like the tpc from my house that'd be super fun
1: i would not cross radisson
0: i mean well, I'm plus, you saying. can't use
1: them on sidewalks. You can't use motorized vehicles on sidewalks. But that's what I'm
0: saying. Like, where so we went and visited some friends in South Carolina. They have golf carts that you can just drive down the road because yeah. they go crazy Brian fast. Brian and Alicia, the Shultons. Yeah, yeah, they have a very very fast golf cart, and I'm like, nice. this is really cool. Nice. Um, and it's just you know kind of like a pipe dream type of deal. It's like, sure. hey, we we literally have a city where the PGA Tour comes to town, so it's like maybe there's a way to finagle that. But no. I get it. I and get I, the safety part.
1: It's one of those things, too, where, like, in my mind, I don't care. Yeah. Personally, I don't care. Yeah. I don't like I don't like rules. I like structure, but I don't like rules because I just don't think rules apply 100% of the time and 100% of circumstances. They just don't. So I, I receive what you're saying. It'd be one thing if you were scooting around your own neighborhood. Like, I don't know. They have to have traffic signals. You know, they have yep. to have headlights. Yep. And I know that the ones in those other types of vacation community yeah, is like legit. they do have that. Yeah. yeah it's just not, it's not. Okay.
0: So here's my counter. Okay. Miss Councilman. Okay. Councilwoman. Sorry. Council lady. What do you go by?
1: Jess. <laughs> my name is Jess. You can just call but me. But if Jess. I'm trying
0: to be formal. You don't um,
1: have to be formal.
0: Council.
1: Nope. Just Jess.
0: Let's see. Council. I don't think of something cool, but okay. um I personally feel like a golf cart is safer than a scooter. That these kids are whipping around on through our neighborhood going literally 30 miles an hour on a scooter that they have strapped milk crates to.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: To sit on. Nice. And, like, it's cool, right? But I'm like, how does it's the same thing? It's the same thing because a golf cart has the same motor. Like, it's just an electric So I'm just confused how, is it because it's four tires versus two? Like, what is the deal? No,
1: I would say be careful what you wish for because you bring that up and then someone will get the novel idea to be like, oh, what a great idea. Let's ban that too.
0: Yeah, but why would you ban electric scooters?
1: I'm just saying, be careful what you wish for. But do you remember when we were kids, man, and we would, like let people like get little buck rides on the back of our heck yeah pegs of our bike? Yeah, yeah. if you had the pegs, you were super cool.
0: Yeah, otherwise I didn't have the pegs. it
1: got sketchy, and you were just on like those little like bolts that would well, you stick have out them on like, the handlebars in the inches. front,
0: and then they oh, fall my off
1: stars. Yeah,
0: but yeah. like okay, so to sum that up, yeah, the reason it's not ever going to happen ordinance. is it's a safety issue. But do city ordinances ever change?
1: They do, but, I mean, listen, there are hills that I will die on and things that I am willing to battle for. That's probably not one of them. Sure. If it legitimately negatively impacts your quality of life, Tyler. I can make a case. Then you are going to have to be (laughs) Brian's neighbor. (laughs)
0: I'm You're just have to you be hard Brian's time. neighbor.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I'm just. I just gonna like give to know. I You know, I just, yeah. I just, you know it, I'm think sure public safety things, is going to say it's not a good idea.
0: I think these are the things that yeah. like the general public just doesn't sure grasp. Yeah, right. And I am a member of the general public. I'm a stupid O M G citizen. You're
1: not stupid. Don't. But say you know me.
0: what I mean. Like we're just yeah. like simple. We don't know. Um. So I just thought I'd ask. Um. Downtown Blaine. Yeah. Let's chat about it.
1: Let's chat because this it. is
0: this to me is like the coolest. Thing that I've heard yeah. of with the city of Blaine. So really quick, yep. when I say downtown Blaine, what I'm referencing is your guys's concept or your idea mm-hmm. that is coming, mm-hmm. right, at this point. It's oh, yeah. like official. You can't stop it now. It's happening, is um, you're trying to... Pull an inspiration from other cities that have more of like the downtown feel, like shopping and little things like that, like not chain restaurants type of deal. You want more, like, not, I won't say mom and pop shops, but you want unique restaurants to the area, unique businesses, that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, certainly. And I don't think that was the genesis of it. Again, I mean, just on the development front like what does our community not have and we really don't have a downtown and part of the reason is the city is really stinking big this city's 34 square miles yeah so it's hard to just pick one area one could make the case that in the late 70s early 80s because i was alive then (laughs) that would have been like the Northtown area Mm -hmm. because nothing was happening up in you know this northern part of the city so now that our city has grown as much as it mm-hmm. has one could make the case that there would be an opportunity to do that in the northeast corner of blaine off of like lexington and the 125th mm-hmm. and obviously the sports center area and we'll get to Northtown, i'm sure yeah um so it was really just what are we missing and not only what do we not have but what are we not doing right and by that i mean why do i have to keep reading articles about maple grove and arbor lakes and woodbury and eden prairie that stuff peeves me because yeah. our community is just as awesome yep Dare I say better?
0: We can flex. We have an airport.
1: Not only can we flex, but I mean, we've never leveraged the amazing things that happened here. Yeah. In an attempt to market our city, we've never done it. Yeah. We've never leveraged that seven and a half million people come through the city every year. Seven and a half million. Do you know that is more visitors than U.S. Bank Stadium season a year and yeah. Target Center? Yeah. It's an incredible amount of people. We've never leveraged it. We've yeah. never attempted to capture the revenue. Yep. Uh, we've never attempted to keep people here so that they can spend money at local businesses so that they can eat at our, you know, local restaurants. We've never done that. I know. A lot of the things that I hear, like families that will come in for tournaments, they'll be like, yeah, we came in for the tournament, but our hotel's in Maple Grove.
0: I was going to say, we only had a couple hotels up until yeah. recently. Then we yeah, had the I one think other there's one. one
1: that might need to be burned down. But that's just my
0: personal opinion. <laughs> which I don't know which one you're referencing.
1: You, you know. <laughs> you know. You know. Okay. Um. But they, or they say oh between games we went down to the mall of america no i know right? i don't want that i yeah. want you to stay here let's create an opportunity to keep them here so again kind of going back to that strategic plan i referenced mm-hmm. economic development and redevelopment mm-hmm. how this does that, that fit super in? Community?
0: no student. the strategic
1: no. plan was the document that the full council okay. went through the process of creating and gotcha. we identified economic development and redevelopment yeah. as a strategic goal yeah so now you have to figure out okay now we have this strategic goal how do we make it happen right so we started identifying areas within the city where something like that would make sense mm-hmm. obviously the sports center makes sense the city over the course of time has been scooping up properties in there yeah there's a 40 acre total parcel. Area that we've kind of identified for redevelopment. There I am talking with my hands. I told you it was going to happen, but okay. I haven't hit the you didn't mic hit yet. not hit
0: anything yet. I didn't hit You're the mic doing yet. Fantastic.
1: I'm winning. <laughs> um, but we have quite a bit of properties in there. Yeah. Uh, so it's all going to be demoed, uh, other than Invictus because we love Invictus.
0: Yeah. So so for Invictus. those that don't know the location, yeah. It so is... this
1: would be. The southeast corner of 105th in Radisson. Southwest mm-hmm. corner. OMG. Southwest. Way to go, Compass. So between... So Quick Trip uh, would quick stay. Quick yep. And let's just say the dirt pile next to Invictus, since we're all familiar with the dirt pile if we've yep. ever sat on the patio at Invictus. Yep. And then all the way back to 106th. Yeah. So So it's a significant space. It's a big chunk. Yeah, and it's a huge task, right? Because we all have these ideas, what we think are great, but just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's a like a golf cart. Idea. Like a golf cart, Tyler. (laughs) So we hired a firm to help us walk through a master planning process. And again, kind of through an organic process, like what are your community's needs? Mm -hmm. What does your community need? How do you serve the families, uh, the sports families and the sports entertainment? You know, that angle. How do you work all that in? How do we elevate the 3M Open experience? We have guests by the gazillions. I think we had over 100,000 people
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, You know,
1: buy tickets to the Thram Open mm-hmm. last July, except for you, because I invited you. Thank you. Um, but, like, how do we capture that? And what does that look like? So, we went through a process and we kind of created this master development plan. Then we went through the process of RFP. You know what RFPs are, right? RFP. Requests for proposal. Oh. Okay. So uh, RFPs for master developers, and we had, I think, seven people that were interested in this project, yeah. um, and we whittled it down to one, and now the ball is just rolling. So in the last two weeks, the city finalized a lease agreement for the property that is those dirt piles with the Minnesota Amateur Sports Commission and the NSC and the master Developers. So we now have an additional ginormous chunk of land that we have to work with, where something awesome is going to go.
0: And it was the National Amateur the Sports? The Minnesota
1: Amateur Minnesota. Sports Commission is the the overlord of the sports center, so to speak. Okay. The sports center is a state facility. I think yep. people sometimes don't realize that also. So there's a lot of confusion in there. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try not to use the acronyms because I don't want to confuse you. So MAC, which is the Mini the Minnesota nope the Metropolitan Airport Commission mm-hmm. got it way to go Jess you did it <laughs> uh, the Metropolitan Airport Commission owns a lot of the land that the Sports Center is on so like Victory Links that's Mac land yeah so it's, and it's different like, state and it's entity.
0: like leasing it right
1: yes it's like long term leases they don't yeah. ever want to sell it they will lease it to you for a hundred years literally they will today write you a lease for a hundred years yeah then you have the actual facility of the national sports center it's a state facility it sits on about 600 acres well the like kind of the stopgap between the state of minnesota and the national sports center is the minnesota amateur sports commission which mm-hmm. is comprised of appointees by the governor's office mm-hmm. And it took us eight months to negotiate a contract for that land because it's very complicated. Mm -hmm. The way that the sports center came to life, there were little things written in there that if they ever wanted to sell off land, it would have to go to the state legislature. Okay. So now here's where politics is a reality, and it kind of sucks sometimes, is the state moves really slow. Government moves slow. Yeah. And we didn't want to do that. So how do we get creative and bypass the state? Because I don't want it to have to go to a full... House and Senate floor session be debated on right. that. It should be simple. Yeah. And then how do we not have it cost Blaine taxpayer dollars? Yeah. How do we avoid a referendum? I don't want to go full U.S. Bank Stadium on the mm-hmm. residents of Blaine. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go Allianz Field or yeah. CHS on the residents of Blaine. How do we do something mm-hmm. that subverts that, mm-hmm. gives the sports center some wins, gives the city wins, and mm-hmm. puts the developer in a great spot to bring a great product? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, to your original, like kind of, um, question, yeah. it is not a hodgepodge. I don't want to say that it is very strategically thought out, but we did take inspiration from a lot of places, downtown Austin, even Louisville has a really cool, like downtown spot where it's mm-hmm. outdoor music, but it's all walkable. I want you to show up one time, Yep. park your car one time Yep. and be able to do 10 different things. Right. If you live in the city of Lane, I want you to be able to go there on a Tuesday night and do one thing, and then come back on a Friday night yep. and do something totally different. Because yep. it's not just for... You know, the people coming through for sports. It's for yeah, the people that live for here. For us. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. We refer to it affectionately as the heart of the city. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the heart of the city? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. So it is going to be something that will embrace the things that are important to Blaine residents. That walkable space, that green mm-hmm. space, outdoor community space, live music outside.
0: Can't wait for that. We're
1: going to get a couple of hotels in there. We're gonna, Invictus is going to stay, obviously. Invictus is yeah. amazing and we love them. Yep. Huge, huge, huge love for Invictus. Yep. But everything else is gonna be demoed. So you'll see new infrastructure, walkable core, a little bit of residential has to be mixed in because essentially you're creating an ecosystem. Right. You need that residential component to sustain all of the, the other components. So like an apartment? Probably some kind of multifamily yeah. row home. I mean it makes, something like it makes that. Sense, right? Yeah, but we told them if they do it, like it's gotta be above market rate.
0: It's I be mean classy. it's gotta be yeah.
1: Home run out of the park, right? Like crazy, something that isn't going to be like. Because, well, are we going to talk about apartments? We are. Son of a gun! Of course we are. <laughs> um well, well, we'll we can touch on it when you get into the apartment department.
3: Yeah, apartment, the apartment department. department I yeah, like
1: it. yeah, but yeah, it's going to be excellent. We just did a groundbreaking yesterday uh for the south side of 105 on a project that is being done by another local Blaine resident, which is awesome. It's awesome enough when. It really is – we've worked so hard mm-hmm. to bring people here, to do business here in our community with our residents. And, right. and it, those people happen to be residents of the city. Their heart's in it so much, mm-hmm. and it's just awesome. It's mm-hmm. next level. We're so grateful for anyone that wants to invest here, but when it's like blame residents, it's like – Awesome. I just love it. So that'll be a great project that we just did groundbreaking yesterday, about 40 to 60 days to move dirt around.
0: Can you share anything about that one?
1: Yeah, I sure can. Um, You can actually look up the website, too. It's uh, Nationalsportsvillage.com, I believe. Uh, So it'll be two restaurants. One will be a
0: pizza pub. Pizza pub. I love it. Yes. And it'll have a, a
1: rooftop patio. Oh
0: my God, I know. Jess. I
1: know y'all keep saying, we need a rooftop. I've been you crying. Don't say.
0: I've been crying to you for like three I years know. about a rooftop. Listen,
1: the same things you want, I want, but there is a path to get to those things. It's not like I can just go ask someone, build me this. And yeah. they're like, sweet, not a problem.
0: Well, whoever this local resident is, I'm going to hug him. Oh, uh, you can. And yep. uh, yeah. He would allow it. That's and incredible. then it'll have
1: a little, then it'll have a Mexican. Fancy tequila bar oh my with god. I believe okay this may be conjecture or a secret that I'm not supposed to tell, but I think there's going to be a private cigar bar.
0: Oh my like god, a members yes. only! I can't even. Yeah, I'm so excited for this. And then there'll that be literally is like my three favorite things. Yeah. Is there the... White Claw at the tequila thing? You think?
1: That's inappropriate. <laughs> you need to recant that
0: question. Sorry. No Super no, inappropriate.
1: Um, And then there'll be a mix of retail and office space, um, a cute little ice cream store. I've seen some of the retailers, and I will say they're homegrown, which is awesome. So the ice awesome. cream store
0: is like more of a local vibe? Yep.
1: Yeah. It's not like... God, you're yeah.
0: checking off all of my boxes right now. I love it.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm. I love it. Doing it.
0: So when is this? When will it be when complete? When will it be done? Yep. Yeah.
1: Best case scenario, the end of May. So, really quick. It really depends on winter, okay? We gotta work with the seasons now. Winter construction is hard. I mean, ideally, again, best case May, worst case end of June. So, in time for you to enjoy it in the summer.
0: But, so like, so I'm just envisioning, so that corner. Yep. uh, At the rooftop, Mm -hmm. is it gonna be like looking out over the softball fields? No. No.
1: Other side of the building, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, technically, let's just say you're looking out at Victory Links. Okay. That's that first fairway. Yeah. Cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm... quick
1: trip. You get to look at a quick trip. Yes. <laughs> I know there's a quick trip question in here. I know it.
0: Well, some, somebody said more quick trips, please. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. Do you want me to address that? Yes. There are seven quick trips. Okay. It's, it's I not. I think it was
0: a tongue-in-cheek question. No, no,
1: no. I'm going to give you a legit answer. Yeah. Okay. The exact answer is zoning.
3: Like zoning is super vague. Like,
1: so all the places that you see quick trips are zoned that way. And when a business applies for a permit through our planning department and it comes to council, council can't say no. Right. If the zoning allows it. Now, I will say this for quick trip. Love it or hate it.
0: Do you have a favorite quick trip? I'm going to ask you a question. Do you have a favorite quick trip? In Blaine? Yeah. It's the one that we're talking about right off 105th. It's my favorite.
1: It is? Mm -hmm. Okay. So my favorite is the one off 109th. By Lexington. Oh, okay. Like, yep. You know, where yeah. they're building the new Culver's. Yep. Uh, there is a sweet... I love
0: Culver's too. God, I, I love know, fast I do food. Too.
1: There is a sweet lady that works in there. Her name is Chris. I yeah. love her. She is someone's grandma. Shout out
0: to Chris. Shout
1: out to Chris at Quick Trip.
0: Quick Trip grandma.
1: Yeah. I literally heart her so much. I think she worries <laughs> when I don't come in and get coffee in the morning. Because <laughs> I used to go every Friday morning on my way to City Hall yep. for our EDA meetings. I would stop and I'd grab three coffees
0: mm. from Chris. Just for yourself?
1: No. To share. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you want three, you want three coffees?
1: I drink a pot of coffee every morning.
0: Okay. It's required. Yeah. It's just required.
1: Uh, That's my favorite Quick Trip. I love her. She's so sweet. But I will say this for Quick Trip, although it looks like we are being infected by the Quick Trip plague. Quick Trip is one of the few businesses that if you went to that store and said, hey, my kids baseball team needs money for jerseys, they will stinking write you a check. They love the community. When that store opened on 109th, they donated, <laughs> like, I don't know, $2,000 to Blaine PD, to the community fund.
0: Do you get a lot of heat about Quick Trip or something? 100%. What is wrong with people?
1: Quick Trip's fantastic. Because it, I will say this. It feels lazy, right? Because we, I think what happens is people, in, we view our community one way. Yeah. And so when things don't materialize in the way that we view them, it's right. offensive. Yeah. We call it Tyler. We have a little thing we like to call Grandma's crockpot. It's the grandma's crockpot syndrome. Do you want me to drop yes,
0: this please. hot take on you? Yes, hot take it.
1: You love your grandma. I love my grandma, dude. I love your grandma because I've seen you post pictures of her. Yeah, she's super cute. She's the best. So I lost all my grandparents mm. like in a short amount of time. One mm-hmm. during COVID, and then the rest, the last three, all passed away last summer. You so know what?
0: I do remember that.
1: I have a soft spot for grandmas and grandpas. I mm-hmm. won't cry. Oh, I might, I might just because I love them so much. Yeah. So I spend a lot of time at the senior center. I seek out opportunities to just be around old people. Yeah. Because they're so cute. But Grandma's Crockpot. You have this crockpot that was your grandma's. You put it in a garage sale. You put a $10 sticker price on it. Some a hole comes up to you and says, I'll give you $5 for this. Instantly, what happens? You're pissed off. Yeah. Because you've assimilated an emotional value that exceeds $10, right. certainly exceeds $5. So yeah. instantly, you're upset. Yeah. Grandma's Crockpot. Yep. And so I think it's the same with the community. I feel that way, too. Like, I think sometimes people think when things happen that I'm like, hooray, seven quick trips. (laughs) No, I'm not hooray, seven quick trips, because I do think we can do better. But zoning sometimes prohibits us from doing anything other than just saying, all right. So
0: when you say something better, are you saying a different gas station? No. Are you saying, okay? How many gas
1: stations we need?
0: So I'm just saying if it's a gas station, I don't see anything wrong with quick trip.
1: No. Right? It, I think yes. it's fantastic. If you had to choose one.
0: Quick trip or holiday is fantastic. Love not, them both. Okay. Yep. Anything else? Like, honestly, get out of here. Um, but what else could go there? Like, what for that zone? Like, what, so what else would we missing? it's not like there's
1: just like a gas station zone. It's just that in a PBD, which is a planned business district, <clears> that <throat> basically allows gas stations. So it also allows 200 other things. Okay. But if the ask is for one of those two hundred things, I can't say sorry. Why don't you try Coon Rapids? I but hear they need a could it trip. be
0: could it be like retail? Could it be restaurants. It can be. Okay. It can be. Okay. Yes. So, so maybe that's where it's a little frustrating. Then it's, it's like... super
1: frustrating. But that's why also, and I don't know if this question is on there too. Like, oh, why doesn't Blaine do better? <laughs> Again, I live here, too. Yeah, I think that Blaine can do better, mm-hmm. and I really believe that passionately, which is why my hair is literally turning white, because I don't sleep enough. <laughs> and I stress about this, because yeah. it's a lot of responsibility. It
0: is a ton of responsibility.
1: It's, it's a ton. But we have uh, created new zoning districts that just don't allow things. Okay. So, for instance, Main Street. And mm-hmm. uh, Lexington,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that is a zoning that only exists there. And it does not allow gas stations. So I don't want a gas what station. What does it allow? Lots of, th- lots of things. So
0: you're talking the southeast okay. corner the or southwest, southwest corner? corner. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. There is, uh, There are some plans that we've seen. Um, it includes a 60,000 square foot grocer who, mm. no, I can't tell you. I can't.
0: Do you know who it is? Yes,
1: I absolutely do. you know who it is? I 100% do.
0: Can you say who it's not? Mm. Can, if I ask you it's a question. Cub. Okay, that was my okay. only question. It's not Cub. Not Cub. It's All right. not Cub. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a Cub. It's
1: not Cub. It's not Cub. <laughs> 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 Look promise. in the camera. It's not Cub.
0: <sighs> do I need to zoom in? It's not Cub. Jess Robertson? You've been sworn in.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna make a T-shirt that says "It's not Cub."
0: <laughs> Can you get me a T-shirt? You know, I, I swear to God, I'll literally
1: have a list of shirts that I'm going to make based on my council experience. You seriously
0: should, and I would wear. I will show all of you them.
1: the list. You will die. It's hilarious. It's, I should have brought. It's it.
0: not Cub is because there's it's, a I "I love my Cub" shirt.
1: Listen, I have the "I love my Cub" coffee cup because sure. I went in there one day and they gave it to me, and I mm-hmm. just happened to like it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Cub's convenient. It's fine. But is it ideal? Shirt, is it the best? No.
0: We're going to get a sticker that you stick over that mug, and it's going to say, it's not Cub.
1: Exactly.
0: Hashtag Josh Robertson.
1: Um, It'll also include a couple of retail areas, so similar to, like, the Lexi Shops. Hold on.
0: Really quick. Going back. Yeah. I'm not going to make you say what it is. I won't say even if you ask. I know you won't, but do you feel that the Blaine community will be happy?
1: I would hope so. Okay. Yeah. I would hope so. Are I you? like it. Are you? Yeah, I live near well, then, there, so I'm like, let's yeah. go. I'd be there all the time. Then
0: we're gonna all love it. Okay,
1: Even better.
0: We will. Thank you, by the way, because I know you probably Someone worked your butt off it. to get. It. Absolutely, somebody Someone hates everything.
1: Will absolutely hate it, and I think that's one. That's one thing that just sends me into. I
0: can relate. I sent out a uh, uh, email to my database last week, and it was just a weekly motivational yeah. quote.
1: What was the quote? Tell me.
0: Honestly, I couldn't remember. Oh, great! So I know really impactful. Well, super impactful. Great. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it was just like, hey, I'm just like, let's not talk real estate. I hope I hope everybody's having a wonderful day. Here's some motivation for the week. Yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, because I think I surround myself with that all the time. But I I realize a lot of people like don't invest in podcasts. They don't work on mindset stuff. So hey, whatever. (laughs) Like somebody immediately like, hey, I don't need to get any inspiration from the Tyler Miller team. Please take me off your list. And I'm just like. OMG. Sorry, guy. Like, Gosh, you know. so respond with, like, locations for ego work and service times. I'm, sir. Always, I'm always just like, sir. have a wonderful day. God bless you. I should start saying God bless. Or just bless your heart. But, like, I, I hear what you're saying because, you know, yes, I yeah. thought that that was a great idea. Something yeah. super minor, or whatever. You know, if people don't like it, they'll delete it. But, yes, there's always going to be somebody that complains no. no matter what you do.
1: And governments probably... For sure at the top of people's hate list. For sure. There is never. And I think I've said this in council meetings before. I mean, if you are just like itching for like a hoot of a time or you've binged all the crap you could binge on Netflix and Apple TV and Amazon Prime, just watch council meetings on Monday night. Yeah. They're hoot. They're an absolute hoot. But I think i said this before. Never in the history of government has government ever done something where 100% no. of people are happy. It just doesn't exist. Nope. I like to think it does. Because in my in my space, in my own world, it just for me takes less energy to be kind or just let things go than it does to log onto Facebook and angry type about right. how the city of Ling cuts down trees and sells them to make money for themselves right. or whatever the issue of the day is. I mean right. I'm all for people having a space to say what they want. And I honestly have probably a little bit of empathy and grace for it just because they don't know. You know because you ask. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of 10, if I have the opportunity to sit down with someone, it really shifts the way that they think. Because now I've just told you how exactly what you think is real is not real. Right. And I've closed multiple conversations saying, hey, if I could have this conversation with 72,000 people, I would do it. Mm -hmm. I, I would do it.
0: Well, we'll probably we'll get close to that on this podcast. You know? Oh, for sure. 72? Least, 72 yeah, people? It's like around 68,000 oh. people. At oh, two. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, for maybe sure. Maybe 68 people. But um, I think, uh, yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say is you, you you said maybe there's a pro, there's probably not a project out there that everybody agrees upon. But no. I can tell you, I think you nailed it with a pizza pub rooftop with a tequila bar and it's maybe a cigar bar. I'm telling you right now.
1: No, there's already been some...
0: Who are you people? Look, okay, if you're watching this, who are you people? Who doesn't like that? That's everything that's great I about America and the world. Pizza? I mean, tequila? Outdoor live music probably, rooftop, probably rooftop tequila, family. and cigars? Come on now, people. I know. Calm down.
1: I know. It's you all right. Know,
0: but hey, I people hear you. People are
1: super brave on the internet, though, so really? fine. Oh, yeah. Just be in your little brave keyboard <laughs> warrior space. It's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Um... So lots of cool things happening, and, yeah. and this and like all of this, by the way, except for like the details of the grocer and stuff like that. But all these types of plans are all on your guys' website, right? Um, Most of it.
1: There may be, I think so. If you go onto blainemn.gov mm-hmm. and you click Business and Development, there is a tab that has an interactive map that'll show you upcoming development, proposed development, right. in progress development, completed development, and I believe that project is in there. Yeah. Now. Let me caveat with this. We did rezone that space. Currently, the zoning does not allow housing. Okay, I want to be so clear with mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. that's also 40 acres on that corner. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of uh, hoopla about council's desire to want to throw apartments everywhere. Yes. Not happening. Now, there, are, there is a proposal for housing on that drawing. It's not two buildings, 300 units. It's a drawing. There'll be some kind of housing. I don't know what it'll look like.
0: By the grocery there? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and okay. again,
1: it's about ecosystems. Here's so, the weird buzzword with these larger development projects: they have to be an ecosystem. Yeah. They can't just rely on things or residents or people coming from outside of whatever the area is to support that business.
0: And you explained this to me a few years ago, so I get it. Yeah. But what she's talking about, and I'll just say it in like layman's terms: there's certain businesses and companies and and uh, grocery stores, for example, that we want to have come to this community, but their criteria is very rigid and they will not flex on that. And in order for us to meet their criteria, we have to install, uh, we have to bring in more people. We have to bring in more density, right? It's density. So like the people complaining about apartments, first off, what I would say is I think if we continue to do apartments that are like the one that just got built on Lexington right there by uh, Jersey Mike's, I think that that looks great. Have it's you, not,
1: been, you should go there, we toured it like three weeks yeah. ago no I, okay i I will also make this blanket statement. I personally am not a huge fan of apartments I'm, not, I'm just uh, not what I have no end
0: apartments I would agree
1: well we don't have that's the other thing that floats out there. Oh, the city's going to sectionate these. you can't do that
0: that's that's correct. all
1: through the yep. department of human. And what is it? Human housing and urban development. Yeah. HUD. HUD. Yes. And then through the county, they have X amount of vouchers that are even allowed. We're not there. We have no desire to do that. I am very well aware that part of my responsibility is to preserve the integrity of who we are as a community. Yeah. Blaine is not. I want to repeat Blaine is not. Blaine is not an apartment community. It's just
0: not. Absolutely not.
1: I will give you some legitimate statistics because somebody did ask for these. So staff sent them out. Other communities like Maple Grove. Tons of development and crazy things happening, right? Like, I want to say it's like 12% of their housing product Mm -hmm. in general is high-density housing. It's apartments. Apartments, yeah. The city of Blaine, less than 6% of our overall housing product is high-density. Now, if people are worried about low-income types of housing, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: we have met our quota for low-income housing. There is a quota set by the Met Council. They are the overlords of local government. Yeah. We've already exceeded it because of all of the lovely mobile home communities we have. And I'm not saying <clears throat> lovely to be sarcastic. I mean, they serve a purpose. Yep. And we've already met that. There's no quotas to meet. I'm not trying to pull the wool over anybody's eyes. I personally don't like apartments. Do I think there's a place for them? 100%. And that mm-hmm. one on Lexington makes sense because you know what Aveda needs? The largest employer in our city? Workforce. Right. Right. Do you know what all those little industrial places back there need? Workforce.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where does workforce come from? Young professionals. Yep. Young professionals don't want to buy houses.
0: They, or they can't right or now. Or they can't. And so
1: there is a space for it. Do I want to put them everywhere? No, I absolutely no. do not. Let's
0: address the one location that concerns me as well. Somebody Let's has mentioned it. that there's one near the Lakes community.
1: That is the there... one that's happening now.
0: I don't know. Is, yeah, there, so is there's, there one happening right no, now? No, it's not the Lakes apartments. Community?
1: No. Well, okay. I don't. Okay.
0: So this might be hearsay. And, that, and that's okay. I think okay.
1: if I had to guess, maybe what that is referencing is that southwest corner of Lexington. Because eventually the plan for the city, and it always has been since y'all even moved into those houses, was to connect Lakes Parkway to Lexington Avenue.
0: Okay, yep. That is going to happen. Eventually, yep. And there's a bunch of land in between. There's a dragon the dragon driveway gate. Yeah,
1: the dragon house. Yeah, dragon gate house.
0: Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff in the way right now. But
1: if I had to guess, I think that's what they're referring to. Because like I just told you, there was a a site plan shown to council in workshop. There's been zero permits pulled. There's been zero planning commission, nothing. It's just site plans. It's vision planning, right? Like Mm -hmm. what can I do? What will the city let me do before Mm -hmm. I spend bazillions of dollars and right. present a plan that's going to not be passed right there were housing high density housing was on there it wasn't 300 <clears throat> units yeah it wasn't anything like that but it's like not like but right i don't know if that's
0: side the neighborhood no. that, that you're aware of right okay
1: no all that other land has been identified <clears throat> for housing but the dialogue that we've had at city hall about that was for so you know on the the back west side of it would be the east side excuse me the the east side of the lake's development where it kind of like it tapers off right so in the middle in the core around the lakes you have these lovely two three story homes mm-hmm. and then as it tapers off you have really high end like executive detached townhouses yep. and then as you get farther out now you have single level maybe not executive level but very lovely detached townhomes and then it goes like into townhome factories yep. the dialogue was just to extend what's already there mm-hmm. and it was never like let's put apartments and I think too yeah the term high-density housing, so HDR is the zoning code, doesn't always... That doesn't mean apartments. Mm-hmm. That means units per acre. So, for instance, a quad home, like the ones that Nate's doing, yeah, that required a high-density zoning designation. Right. Because it's the units per acre. It's not... That means apartments. Yeah. And it's confusing. And I understand. Well, that.
0: but I, I think that's that's good for people to know.
1: Yeah. But, but again, I have tons of grace for people that have not invested five years into their of their lives into trying to figure all this out. because I'm trying to figure it out. Right. You. Right. So ask questions. But
0: I mean, from a as a person that lives in the lakes, loves, the, loves the lakes neighborhood, thinks it's one of the greatest neighborhoods in our entire state. 100%. By far. By far. And um You know, I think it's important that we try to protect that. But talk of maybe an apartment building, for example, going on that corner, if that's where it's going, um, wouldn't bother me at all. I would not be upset by that because I understand we need that to bring in the things that we ultimately want.
1: Well, I can tell you the philosophy for choosing locations of the grocer that we talked about, didn't talk about. Yeah. They don't care. Density is not their thing. What their metric is, is... Are there enough families near our location that spend $500 on groceries every other week? Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. Because we're funneling, you know, all the residents. We spend enough for two of those families. In come. Ham Lake. I mean, I spend that much just at the Costco liquor store at least once a month. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs>
0: it's it's not once a month. It's once every two weeks.
3: No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's once a month.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, and, you know. Um, I guess if the apartments are done in the correct way, and, it, and, and again, I think it's really important for everybody to have heard that you, what you just said, as far as the, where they're not going to be low income, like it's no. not, it's not our choice to do that.
1: Nobody is putting in low income apartments. There is a record. Like if there was a low income apartment, they would have to come to the city and ask for tax incremental financing mm-hmm. TIF dollars mm-hmm. to offset the property taxes once the project is completed. And they take that money and reduce the rent yeah. for their. You know how TIF works? Maybe TIF yeah. is super complicated. Yep. I mean, literally, it's super complicated. And mm-hmm. there's like five different kinds of TIFF. Mm-hmm. That's like just the normal TIF. Yeah. And there's redevelopment TIF. There's crazy TIF. TIF TIF. TIF just drunk like TIF. Pooled TIF. Like just like yeah. It's not. There's a TIF TIF. TIF TIF. I think so. That's incredible. I think that's the one we just dialogued. That was TIF TIF. <laughs> TIF TIF. <laughs> TIF like She's
0: the TIF. real TIF. TIF. She's yeah. She's all yeah. tipped up.
1: Tipped up, ready to rip. <laughs>
0: that'll be another shirt (laughs) no i don't think
1: so no i'll show you the list sometime it's pretty funny
0: i can't wait um all right so we talked about downtown blaine yeah it's gonna
1: be awesome i promise and
0: the timeline for that again so you said it's like off and running like what does that mean as far as
1: some buildings have been demoed we're demoing buildings the city owns I don't know. At least sixty percent of what's in there, the city owns some of it. We have to wait for tenants to leave. Mm-hmm. When we did purchase agreements, we allowed you know like that rental scenario for mm-hmm. ten to twelve months, whatever. But they're going to start coming down. The big component of the project that I can't dialogue mm-hmm. is slated to be completed by spring of twenty twenty five. Okay. So I would anticipate that you will see is some... that the
0: dirt pile area. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So I would anticipate that you will see um, some announcements from the master developer in the city of Blaine. Uh, hopefully not on Facebook. Dear staff at the city of Blaine, do not announce awesome things on Facebook. Let the professionals do that at the, you know, Minneapolis Business Journal. Right. Yeah. Like it, it has to be done like really well because this is a once in a lifetime project. We're mm-hmm. never going to see something like this come to the city of Blaine again.
0: Yeah. We get one shot at yeah. it. I'm well, really excited. It'll blow
1: your mind. It'll blow your mind.
0: Yeah. So li- so it's safe to say living in the city of Blaine is going to be quite a bit different in the next, like, four to five years. Like, um, with, with 65 being redone, with yeah. all these yeah. all these different amenities that we're talking about coming. Yeah. Like, it's going to be quite a bit.
1: I think the habit, the habitual way that we operate day to day, yeah, it's going to change a little yeah.
0: bit. In a good way. Like, I'm not saying for it's sure. going to change, like, who we are. It's just there's going to be more for us to choose from. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, maybe less trips to I don't know Maple Grove or Roseville.
0: Correct. Which yes. I love Maple Grove, and I want to be able to say, I would. I don't need to do go. Do you know there.
1: what I do and I don't? One of the things that I don't like about Arbor Lakes <coughs> is it's so stacked on top of each other, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to navigate. I don't like it. It I is. I don't like. Yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And so.
0: But they have so many options, and that they do. You know. But
1: I think you can provide options without stacking it on top of each other. Mm-hmm. I hate navigating in there. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. Well, and I would I was about to say, Well gosh, they have like a Benny but we technically have You do have a Benihana. We have Umi. We yeah, have Hibachi. Yeah. You know? So I mean we got it. Sure. You know, I, that's the thing. Like Blaine has so many things that people just don't sure. really realize. Yeah. Um so we talked about that. Let's talk about really quick. Yeah. Let's go to Northtown. Hit me. So like, you know, my opinion of Northtown. Yeah. Uh I remember growing up and Northtown was obviously like, you know, like a cool little spot we mm-hmm. could swing by um because i grew up in Champlin, so like north town was you know whatever just a little shopping mall i think now it's just become like you know why would i go to north town when i could go over to rosedale or yeah. go or you know what i'll drive to maple grove because it's got some more yeah. shopping and and like it's got more restaurants and whatever so let's make a day of it versus let's pop down to north town for sure. chuck-e-cheese and then come back right so like
1: are you really going to chuck-e-cheese
0: well we did but not anymore. Okay. Yeah, the kids are a little old, too old for that now. Okay. But I like when
1: I was a kid it was circus circus.
0: I love circus circus.
1: Cuz that's how old I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we used to go to circus circus in Brooklyn Park though.
1: Oh yeah, we've been to that one too.
0: That one was legit. Yeah,
1: by Brookdale Mall.
0: Yes. Yeah. And they had the uh the money grab oh, yeah, box. Oh my Let's gosh. Go. Greatest.
2: Yeah. That's the Bills baby. Yeah.
0: We, yeah. So, um but I know you guys are are working hard yeah. to try to try to figure out Northtown and like you know is the vision for it to to remain like a shopping area is it is it we're trying to do other things down there like tell us just a yeah. little bit about what you got cooking Yeah, over there.
1: I'll try to summarize it yeah. the best that I can. I agree with you. I spent a lot of my childhood at Northtown. Yeah. I really did. And I think part of the aversion that we have to any of these larger scale plans is that change is really scary. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, too, when people see, again, here, we brought in uh, Damon Farber. They're the group that worked with Rosedale Mall mm-hmm. to redesign the mall. And the concept at Rosedale was to turn the mall inside out. And they've done that. So yeah. That's why you see the exterior storefronts, kind of in the additional parking. They used parking yeah. space, parking like lot space, turn stores inside out, bring things out. And, you know, then they started selling the outlots, Yep, Baltimore, Shake Shack.
0: Love Baltimore. I know
1: you do. I know big fan. shout out to
0: Michael Simons or oh Simons, I'm sorry, stars. Simmons. He is the oh, greatest GM of all time.
1: All right. Love so him. noted. <laughs> so noted. I Seriously also though, like that place. You guys I need to go to
0: Baltimore I, if you have. I have
1: been there on multiple occasions and I would agree with you. It's very, very good. I've Thank never you. had anything that I didn't like.
0: Right. Ever. It's just like a cool. It's a fun vibe.
1: Yeah, I like it. I
0: like it. Would uh, I want that in Blaine? Yes.
1: And I don't disagree with you, but then the question is, can Blaine support that?
0: Mm-hmm. I, that is like the second thing I hear from everybody. So,
1: and I'll tell you why. I'll fin- we'll put a pin in Let's that and it's we'll, on we'll, my we'll list. get back to Trust North Town. Me, It's on my list. We'll get back to North Town. So, we went through a master development process. Now, this one was way more extensive mm-hmm. than the one that we did for 105th. Oh, yeah. This one was probably about $100,000 that we spent with Damon Farber to put together this plan. It's like 80 pages. It is deep in the weeds into any and every demographic that exists. You want to know how many soccer moms go to North Town Mall? It's in there. Literally what vehicles they drive. <laughs> the demographics are broken Crazy. down to the surrounding area, home styles, the value, the whatever, and what the vision could look like based on what current market trends are. Now, you mm-hmm. and I both know whether it's the housing market or the commercial market. Right. Trends change. Absolutely. But I don't think it's lost on us that shopping experience has changed a little bit. Uh-huh. And, you know, what does that look like? Now we're in the process where when that initially started, we had seven different council members. Yeah. Now you have seven different council members right. that we've asked to follow through on this plan, and that is difficult. Right. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. It's just, no. I, I think...
0: Everybody has their, their you own opinion.
1: When I got into council five years ago, there's seven of us total. That's including the mayor. Mm-hmm. There was probably about 70 to 80 years of combined experience between the seven electeds. Mm-hmm. Oops, sorry. I touched
0: on the... Damn it. That was the first did time.
1: it. What time is it? So it's it it an, like hour, an hour
0: 13 in and yeah, you hit it. That's, that's actually it? pretty good. That's pretty good. Really good. I'm
1: really excited about that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, about 70 to 80 years of combined experience. Right now, seven people.
3: 12 years
1: of combined experience Tyler and I'm five of it
3: right yeah that's crazy and
1: so it's really kind of starting over not over but in a way that we can make the new council members feel engaged
0: get a grasp on it yeah exactly
1: because it's a lot and again I spent all this time over the last few years knowing all these things. Right. Now I need everyone else to know these things. And they have to know them and learn them at their own pace and whatever their comfort level is or isn't, that's for them to decide. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. So right now we're in a process where we are going through all the land use and zoning. And that is, that's been going on for the last like, oh my stars, three or four months Mm -hmm. or more, six months maybe. It Mm -hmm. takes a long time because that's a hundred acres.
0: So when you say land use and zoning, like you're, you're trying to see if everything is zoned correctly. Yep.
1: Yep, and make changes where we can. So sure. we put a, actually a development moratorium on Northtown, so no one can come in there because I think right now you could probably put gas stations. You could mm. probably put This is kind of like the city's way like of playing Sim City, right? Yeah. Like what do you want here? Right. Like if you in in your best like case scenario, yeah. what is it that you want? More than likely, it's not a gas station. Okay, council, let's wrap our head around that, and let's not make sh- let's make sure that this isn't zone five.
0: Free. More quick trips, please. Hell yeah, and a cub.
1: solid dozen. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Why stop at seven?
1: Welcome to Blaine, home of a dozen <laughs> quick trips.
0: You know what? That could be like a tourist attraction. Like, oh
1: my god, please no. The most like quick the trips biggest ball of in, yarn. Yeah, seriously, just like the most quick trips in the thirty-four square. Stop mile by and right see is. the
0: oldest quick trip in Blaine.
1: It's four years old. Because <laughs> they all got here in like a second.
0: I, I love that it's you like just It's like we built one that.
1: and they all called their cousins <laughs> and they all showed up.
0: Oh, um, so,
1: yeah, we're working on it. Moratorium right now. Um, just so that we can work through the process and get it right. Mall ownership changed also mm-hmm. since we started the process. So that group is really interested in selling those outlots. Um, outlots. So if you look at an aerial of Nortown Mall, it literally is gray. It's all parking lots. Yeah. I don't like that. Nobody does. No. So one of the objectives that we had through the planning process was how do we turn this gray green?
3: Yeah. More
1: parks. Why don't we use like the ditches, like the actual drainage ditches that run underneath into Springbrook? Why don't we bring them to the surface? Let's turn those inside out and make the water an amenity. Yeah. So, I mean, we are going through the process and it's hard too because, you know, you could walk across the street and you're in Spring Lake Park. Then you walk across the university and you're in Coon Rapids. Right. And then you go... You know, the other way, too far to university. <clears throat> across by Red Lobster. Now you're yep. in Fridley. Right. So it it's something that's complicated. Yeah, how does that
0: work? So like, do you Blaine obviously owns the
1: entire most redevelopment of it, right? area? Sits in Blaine. In Blaine. Yep. But when we dialogue, like infrastructure needs, you can't navigate there on foot or bike. God, you can hardly navigate with a car.
0: It is very. It's confusing. bad. I'm still confused. When I you know
1: it's pretty bad. So that involves MNDOT. So that's the state. So if MnDOT comes in, you're going to need the support of Anoka County. You're going to need the support of Spring Lake Park and Fridley yeah. and Coon Rapids. So it's it's working through all of it and prioritizing what do we want to see. Here's what we know we don't want.
0: Right. So so you're just like freezing it kind of like, kind of. hey, yeah. don't come in here and screw it up because yeah. don't we're Don't come working. in and tell
1: me you want 15 car washes.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great tax write-off.
1: Yeah, if you're laundering drug money. <laughs>
0: I've just heard there's a great benefits to that's, for, yeah. for who told car you washes. that Walter White? Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> Jesse Pinkman.
0: <laughs> Bitch. Oh.
1: Oh no. Should we open a car wash and we call it should. Pinkman's?
0: Yeah. I want to be clear. I wasn't calling Jess the B word there. That's Jesse Pinkman's uh, uh go-to.
1: Okay, well <clears throat> TBD on that.
0: <laughs> um, if you've never watched that show, you should. But um yeah, no, that's so okay. That's great information yeah. to know. Where do you see it? Going? Like, do, do you see it coming together anytime soon? Or is it just like, is it like the impossible task right no, now? No,
1: it was never. A short-term project ever. That's a 25, 30-year project, yeah. whereas 105th is like now to the next five years. Yeah. So it was never short-term. So it was never like, hey, we're going to magically do this all. Never going to happen. Because Northtown like is owned by one group, then Krause-Anderson owns some property, then some other guys own property on the other side of County 10, and then another group owns this and another group owns that. So it's it's going to take time. Okay. Yeah. But I do want to state, just because there's confusion on this, the City of Blaine does not have control over tenants at North Town Mall. North Town Mall controls their tenants. Like who can the city. Yeah.
0: come in there yeah. as like a like a retail? Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. yeah, and that's actually for all tenants. The City of Blaine is not a landlord. Like yeah. we don't. So when you see Lexi Shops, like over off the the nice new one where Jersey yep. Mike's is, people saw Jersey Mike's and they were like, OMG! Like there's one right by the Sports Center.
0: You can't control that.
1: I can't control that. Yeah,
0: Mm-mm. yeah, it's America. People, if they want yeah, right. OMG, if they want to open up another store, they can.
1: Yeah, and well, Jersey Mike's you know, is that,
0: amazing. So that
1: Jersey Mike's in particular, that one, um, is the highest in the region for sales. Really? Yeah. So every time they do these, and they're awesome with the community. They are so 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 great. They moved here to be near that store, so they do tons really? of fundraising for Centennial. Yeah, for like their athletic programs. Like when they do the. Um, I think it's the Special Olympics that they do a, a thing for once a year. They're like the highest store in the region. Yeah. It's crazy. And they're so lovely. They are so uh, just a lovely family. They're yeah. so sweet. Oh my gosh. But there's always a story behind the things that people want to complain about that they just don't know. Right. And that's why, again, conversations like this are important. People just reaching out. I do not sit on a throne yeah. somewhere. I'm super approachable. You want to have coffee? I would love to have coffee with you. Send yeah. me emails. Call me. Like, I am yeah. always happy to answer these questions. I mean, I would hope and ask that there's some level of, like, I don't yeah. know, some kind of respect. respect. Yeah, and, and that's okay if we don't agree. I'm fine with that. But at least, you know, ask the question to a real human and right. not a computer.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, over. I mean, no shocker, but you were elected by the public to serve the public. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you yeah obviously, you're gonna to listen to what they have to say, and of course, you know, may not agree, but um, but yeah. you have lots of knowledge as to why, right? I think me and, or my wife that doesn't understand how long of a project Northtown should take, yeah, on the outside looking in, we're like, well, just get it done, you know I mean? but yeah. but now, when you talk about all the moving parts, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, and like I think I could figure that out. Um, to a certain extent, but like to hear it coming from you who has been researching this for five years yeah. and working on it is impactful. You know what I mean?
1: I appreciate that. Well, yeah. I mean, you can, you can do things or you can do things right. Right. And I think we're in a space, we're in a time as a city where we have to do things you have right. To, right. We can't do the easy things. Now we've already done the easy things. Mm-hmm. Now we're into oh, damn, this might hurt a little bit, mm-hmm. might hurt a little bit, and it might take some time, but it takes time to get things right. right. I can't just, you know, sign a decree and, oh, I declare today we're going to have a Shields. It doesn't work that way.
0: Oh, she brought up the Shields, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Well, I have a good segue for that. I have it. Um, Mike Raymond on Facebook. Mike Raymond. He said, how come we don't have a Shields with the region's largest soccer complex in Ice Arena?
1: Uh, Mike Raymond, mm-hmm. I agree with that sentiment. I will tell you, uh, part of the genesis behind the video, the marketing video that we put together was to attract shields.
0: Now, You've been talking to me about shields for a while. I
1: have been talking to you about shields you for a long time. I will it. talk to anybody and everybody about shields. <laughs> I swear. That's I,
0: another shirt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Shields are...
0: <laughs> let's about, talk about yeah, shields. let's this talk is about shields, said.
1: baby. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like I'm shameless. In in respectfully, I'll give you an example. I'm at a wedding for mm-hmm. my cousin, mm-hmm. and my family thinks that me doing this elected business is hysterical. So they always want to talk to me about it, and they're like, "Hey, like, what are you working on? What's going on in Blaine?" Because my cousin went to Blaine High School. I was like, oh, "I'm really one of Shields. That'd be awesome." Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, okay? Uh, my cousin's husband, his college roommate is now married to the CFO of Shields oh and I boy. was like sir here's what I need from <laughs> you like and if you think I'm kidding I'm absolutely not and I, I don't think you're kidding legit got an email from the CFO's husband and he was like hey yeah Sean and I went to college together he you said you're trying to get in touch with Michelle like <laughs> here's her contact information and I was like oh my gosh oh my okay gosh. so then I wrote like the longest email. Obviously included the video, but I mean, I probably had like 10 different people read this email before I sent it. Cause here's another thing where it's a one, it's a one, one shot. I get one chance yep. to introduce the city of Blaine to Shields.
0: One shot, one opportunity to seize I've everything you ever wanted. Ever
1: written. The was it email really? email was money. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Was there highlights and bolding and bullet points or was it just one big long no, blob?
1: No, no, no. <laughs> Good grammar is a requirement.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And formatting. formatting,
1: punctuation. Yes. Um, and they actually did respond. Uh, they're familiar with Blaine. Um, I will say to it's Mike, right?
0: Mike, yep. Mr. Um, I, I believe I know things... Mike from, from FXB. Oh, um, all right. Kickboxing gym.
1: Nice. Um, one of the things that, and this is from Shields, this is not me speculating, is Shields is a destination store. And so Shields Business Model, in their opinion, Blaine is too close to their Eden Prairie store.
0: Mm.
1: Now, I disagree. Yeah. And I told them that I disagree. I ain't driving
0: down Eden Prairie for Shields. And I'm
1: not driving to St. Cloud. Do you know nope. I didn't even know Shields existed until my kids went to college in Fargo?
0: I didn't know until I went to St. John's College by oh, St. Yeah. Cloud. Sure. And then I walk into the mall. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, what, what is, is this
1: magic place? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. Ferris wheels? Freaking candy stores? <laughs> like, everything? Yeah. I love that store. And... I have learned through the course of having conversations that I'm not really... I'm not an expert in this, but I'm trying to be. Yeah. That human connection that we keep talking about, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: I do as much research on said individual as I can. So when I sent that email, I was like, hey, Michelle, you know, I'm a bison mom. So my kids go to NDSU. They're located at NDSU. They're involved in some charities that support NDSU. Shield Stadium is outside my kid's apartment window. Yeah. So I was like... I worked in, like, all the things. Yeah. she was like, oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. But it's about building relationships, right? So Shields is yeah. never going to say yes or no to you on the first time you connect with them. Right. They will. Eventually, until I get put on, like, a I don't know, a Homeland Security <laughs> list or something. <laughs> yeah. But every year, we invite them to the 3M Open. They actually did participate in the 3M Open this year. The mm-hmm. PGA Wives did an event at Shields in Needham Prairie. Awesome. They're aware of Blaine. We've done things like... um We've sent them like VIP baskets where I'm not kidding you. Like the Olympic curling rink will donate like $500 of curling for them to come. Yeah. Like we've had Invictus donate stuff, restaurants donate stuff, the 3M donated stuff. Yeah. And we put like the tickets for the 3M open and the tent passes in this basket and I FedEx it to their office. Yes. I'm not playing. You're
0: working. I'm not. You're working it. Like. Mike I'm, Raymond, she's working for. I'm, it. I
1: really am trying, and just like how residents don't like hearing no, I don't either. I, find,
0: I don't either. I just find it so interesting that if I am Shields, and there is a national sports center with a U.S. Cup, yeah, like I just like some of the I stuff. I just don't understand it. Like, are they just worried that it's like just a flash in the pan for like only a no. few weeks, so that it's like, well, there's not enough traffic?
1: No, I don't think so. I think Shields has an I'm sure Trader Joe's came up in your question town yeah. there.
0: Mm-hmm. Question town. Yeah. It is a question city over Shields here. Shields
1: and Trader Joe's specifically both have very meticulous metrics, and yeah. they do not stray from them. And part of the reason those businesses have lasted and stood the test of time and continue to grow is they do not stray from those metrics. Mm-hmm. Now, who am I to tell you to stray from your metrics? I'm still going to try. Yep. Which is why, again, we, you know, set forth marketing plans that break stereotypes, narratives. Listen, I know on paper, Blaine is not impressive. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what is. Yeah. We have seven and a half million visitors coming through our city every single year. Mm-hmm. Sports families. Mm-hmm. Your business is sports centric. I'll yep. tell you, like, we're still trying. I I cannot tell you. I emailed the, um, I don't know if he's the CEO, the guy from Vista Outdoors. Mm-hmm. I literally sent that guy an email, and I was like, hey, I think his name is Jason. I was like, hey, Jason, Councilmember Robertson with the City Lane. Listen, love Vista, love what they're doing with all the brand acquisition, Bushnell, Camelback, all the things. I listed all of them. I was like, I have a really great idea for you. We have this beautiful redevelopment area, super sports-centric, right in the heart of our city. I throw all the stats at him. I'm like, what if you took all of your brands that are the non-ammunition brands and put them into one retail store? Let's mm-hmm. just literally call it Vista Outdoors. Yeah. He's like, OMG, that's a super great idea. He's like, we're just, you know, there was so, at the time, and I'm sure it still is. I mean, gosh, they just sold their ammunition for, what, $1.8 billion to, like, a mm. check company. Mm-hmm. But he's like, yeah, the timing's not right. He's like, but I love this idea. I'm so glad you reached out. But if I don't ask, yeah. if I don't try, yep. then you instant fail. Absolutely you instant fail if you don't try. Yep. Trust me, I try.
3: I, know I cold do.
1: call everybody. The CEO of Punch Pizza. Beep, boop, boop. Hey, I found your number. I think oh, this is you. <laughs> like, I cold called him. I'm like, hey, my name is Jess. I'm a council member, city of Blaine. Love Punch Pizza. Love for you to come up here. What can I do to make that happen? Like, I have yeah. zero shame. Zero.
0: Yeah. I love Punch Pizza as well. What do you say?
1: I called. That was during COVID. That was probably. Not great timing. No, but he really appreciated that I called. He's like, no one in these other cities, especially Minneapolis, is calling me. Yeah. While I'm closing my store. he right. They want to. We did dialogue about putting him in the pipeline. I'm not going to make any promises. Sure. I wouldn't be surprised. I would reconnect with him again about like the HJ development project. That's the Lexington 125th. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a great place for a
0: punch pizza. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So we will, it's timing. And now too, just- Well, but it's
0: planting seeds. You're planting seeds.
1: It's building relationships, <clears throat> Tyler. Yeah. It's not even It's not I know even all about building that. seeds. It's... it's all about relationships. Yep. I can't just kick in someone's door and say, freaking do this because I want it. Right. No, you have to set the stage. You have to lay a foundation. You have to build that relationship. And when the time is right, like even if someone says to me, kind of like a soft no, I'm like, do me a favor. Keep me in your pipeline. Yeah. If you have a sudden growth burst, like just keep blaming your pipeline. I am telling you, I w- will prove you wrong. Yeah. Because this city can sustain and support your business.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I say that to residents or people looking yeah. all the time to to buy a home. I'm like, "You guys, you don't understand what you're missing. Like yeah. there's so much here." Yeah. And uh, there's so much to do and and but just on paper like you said, for it's whatever reason, it's, it's not that not. impressive. No, it's not. Um And I don't
1: mean that, that I don't love the city. Just when you are trying to attract like uh, (coughs) Trader Joe's, for instance, it's not there. Right. It's just not.
0: Um, Okay. I've got, I got like five questions on this one. Okay. Why did Blaine vote down a community center? Seems like a constant question that I've asked.
1: I hear community center a lot. So I was not on council when that was voted down. Now I want to be super clear. It wasn't Blaine, council, that voted down the no. community center. The voters.
0: The community voted, voted it down. down. The
1: community center. Um, now, from what I can tell you, and again, I was not on council at the time, but just being a resident and why I didn't vote for it mm-hmm. isn't because I hate kids or I hate families or I don't want things for our kids to do, like the Eagle's Nest or like Mounds View or yeah. New Brighton or whatever. I think those things are great. But how do they get paid for? Mm-hmm. And that, for me, as a just a voting resident... That was my question. And the plan that was proposed wasn't great.
0: It was super expensive. I remember a lot of, there was a lot of heat about just like, it wasn't well done for some reason. No, the
1: language was horrible. And they had like a whole task force, and I was not on that task force. They had like a whole Who
0: prepared the plan?
1: They had a, uh, there was a community center like task force that. Like from like
0: the Y or the, oh, the city?
1: Well, I think the why at the time was like the maybe partner. Because again, you have That's to That's right, remember. I do
0: remember that. It was like not for sure.
1: Yeah. So obviously this was six, seven, oh god, eight years ago probably was the last time I we remember saw voting it on a ballot.
3: Yeah.
1: So I'll give you an example. We had a group come to workshop to pitch us an idea for a like a community center slash sporting thing on steroids. Like yeah. beautiful. Oh my gosh, it would be awesome. Do you want to know how much it cost? How much? Sixty one million dollars. That's it. But they wanted the city <laughs> to help pay for it. Yeah. And that's that's the problem. I don't have issues with community centers. I do think what you will see play out through the Northtown process and the completion of the hundred and fifth development project, you are going to see community amenities that serve similar functions Mm -hmm. without being a community center Center, uh shoreview has the eagles nest it's beautiful right water park water parks suck they're super 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 expensive and they're terrible to maintain
2: yeah
1: every year when the city of shoreview puts together their budget guess what line item in the budget needs more tax dollars every single year because it's never in the black ever
0: right the water park
1: it's the community center. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not saying there's not a place for it. If we got some kind of proposal that really showed a true private partnership, mm-hmm. something that wouldn't cost residents a $100 for your family. If you're going to pay a $100 to be a part of a community center that you're paying for, my God, just don't pay for a community center. Yeah. And go to Lifetime Fitness. Like a $100 is a lot. Yeah. Now, we did do... Some uh, noodling around and what other communities do. So mm-hmm. the city of Saint Michael has a true community center that was attached to their high school. Now, it's not like jumbo, fancy, gazillion dollars, but it yeah. certainly it serves the function. And again, community center means different things to different people. Do you want a pool?
0: That's what I think of. Is it? When I hear community center, I think of a okay. pool. Okay.
1: Well, and that and that's good feedback. Like, what does that mean?
0: I, I hear pool. I think that's what most people are complaining about I would guess. I don't know. What else do they do? A workout room, a couple gyms. Birthday party
1: rooms? I but again, I don't know, more gym space.
0: You go to Urban Air with Brandy Gilbert if you want a party room. But
1: again, this is I think part of the conversation that needs to go beyond just like I want this. What does that mean to you? And I'm not being condescending and asking that. I'm meaning like honestly, what does that mean to you? Because I'm old so community center means something different to me (laughs) than it might mean to people that have younger families. I don't have Little nugget kids that you know,
0: like the Maple Grove one, I've been there. Do they have a pool? Right? They no, have a they Grove have an ice rink. Yeah, I don't think because there's like I just remember bringing my kids to that big play they place they had. We used to do field they trips, they might have there. a pool in the basement. Maybe. I don't know, I don't I don't know. know. I but that's what I think. I think. When I think of community centers, I think of pools. Okay, that's me. So I don't know. Yeah. I, no so that was no why. one like, specified it. There wasn't a good plan. Asking...
1: There wasn't a good plan. It <clears throat> would literally cost families more money to use it than just a typical membership at a gym. I mean, even the city of Andover struggles to make those mm-hmm. ends meet. And it just continually costs taxpayer dollars. To Ando-
0: Andover doesn't have a pool, do they? Is
1: there a pool? I think it's just it's ice rinks. hockey, ranks? volleyball, workout area, like walking
0: track. Maybe there's a pool. I don't know. I think there is a pool. Maybe there's a pool.
1: I think there is a pool. <laughs> But again,
0: I feel like if you don't have the pool, we're not doing it like like in my opinion, because because everything else that you just mentioned, we have we have hockey rinks. We have
1: what if if pool is part of your value system uh, as it relates to community centers? What if I were to tell you and I'm being hypothetical, Mm -hmm. um, there's a hotel that would would put in a water park. Absolutely. Now, the city doesn't have to pay for it and you just have to pay to use it. It's not your taxpayer dollars. Because part of the challenge, too, and the responsibility that we have as elected people is it's not just the fun things that the city does that yeah. we need to manage. It's the not fun things. Like, fun fact, did you know – take a guess how much you think it costs to paint a water tower.
0: To paint a water tower? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, just
1: throw something out there.
0: $100,000.
1: A million dollars. Oh, my God. No, take a ballpark guess how much it would cost to make infrastructure repairs to a lift station. That's regarding like sewer infrastructure. Yeah, just take a guess. Just, how a, much just it...
0: maintenance, like upkeep. Yeah. Oh, fifty thousand bucks.
1: Ten million dollars. What? Yeah, Tyler, this is what I'm saying.
0: <clears throat> so horrible guesses on my part. I know horrible say.
1: guesses, but that's why. I don't but I I know asked. enough
0: about yeah. But like, that's
1: why asks I don't think there's an understanding. Like pop quiz, how much does a plow truck cost?
0: Like just one truck. One truck to like just buy it. One truck to buy one one of those big ass ones 200,000 $500,000. Holy shit. That's crazy.
1: But this is but what do you want more than anything in the winter? Do you want clean streets? You Absolutely. want me to clean your sidewalks and Absolutely. lakes so you can like walk all over and do like Use your my fancy golf cart. athletic with chains on the tires in the winter?
0: Like <laughs> you know I would. Winter baller. <laughs> you know I would. My
1: god, Hong Kong Christmas lights <laughs> dangling, Santa suit.
0: I'll be pulling kids, kids with the uh, with the little OMG, sled. I love yeah. it.
1: But, I mean, that's that's the reality of the totality of our jobs. Yeah. Would I love to give you a community center? Absolutely. But at the core of my responsibility to the general public is water, sewer, infrastructure, roads. The not sexy Typical maintenance, public safety. Like, those are our fundamental responsibilities. So, in my mind, I'm like, how can I be the best, uh, like, a... gatekeeper of taxpayer dollars how do i do that yeah i hear what you want but i'm telling you 60 million dollars for a community center if that were the case like mm-hmm. then what lift station do i not repair what right. o- water infrastructure or you know well maintenance do I or buy?
0: how much you have to tax everyone
1: well that's just it because then your levy goes up
0: right and so. like i can appreciate that and and honestly i could be totally off base but i feel like if a hotel was able to put in a pool, and people could go pay to use it, or, or sure. like a water park or something.
1: Yeah, they just suck. They're so expensive. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. anything else about it. I'm just saying from a from a selfish, sure. you know, family young kids perspective. It's not selfish, Tyler. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would I'd pay money to yeah. go to that. I mean, during the winter, the mu- winter is brutal yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah, I winter though.
1: So I'm a weirdo.
0: See, and and I I like winter, but I don't love it as much as other people. were like, okay. you know, hey, let's go out and cross-country ski or go for snowman right I'll do it for like (laughs) 30 minutes I'm like camp frozen yeah and like I live on a lake too I could go ice fishing I do a lot of stuff it's just for me it's like you know I'd love to go do something with the kids where I don't have to go to another city
1: yeah or clean up the mess like hey let's drive to Elk River and use
0: their water park sure
1: no I get it and those I think are conversations that we can have as we go through the planning processes for these redevelopment areas and I again when someone says, I want a community center, what does that mean?
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's a great question.
1: Because YMCA during COVID closed yeah. and they bailed. So you know who had to take on that responsibility? The city of Lena Lakes. Mm-hmm. And that means more staff, yep, maintenance, and like all that. And, and now that's losing the city's money responsibility. And again, everything the city does, it's residents. It I'm going to ask that dollars. question
0: later. On, on social money. media, because I do want to know what people... Yeah, no, I what, think it's a great question. It's a fantastic question. Yeah,
1: and I mean that genuinely. No. I'm not trying to be catty or rude. I no. Literally, what does that mean to you?
0: Yep, I think that's a fantastic question. Right. Um <clears throat> Let's see here. Dan, who is an insurance guy, his name's Dan Botcha.
2: Okay.
0: Um, he said, I'm curious about the plans for the hockey rink at the Jim Peterson Athletic Complex oh, behind go. North Point.
1: I like it. So, there is plans. I should say there are plans. <laughs> Grammar... <laughs>
0: I wasn't going to say anything.
1: I saw your face. You, you did heard you? it.
0: I heard, Oh, I heard you it You heard it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OMG. Did I have that the face? Me. You're
1: like my Siri autocorrect.
0: I was like, this is who's doing our, our yeah. council? Oh, my God. We elected oh, this God. lady yeah, and she the... said is? Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, Yeah, there are plans in place. Um, We're going to be shifting some rinks from one park location to Jim Peterson. Ideally, there'll be two rinks there, a general open skating rink and then a hockey rink. Okay. Weather permitting, because, again, last year was hard because yeah. weather didn't come till like, late.
0: Mm-hmm. And then it stayed Actually, forever.
1: That... Yeah, it was <clears throat> last year. Um, and then also all the boards for the hockey, like, uh, the just the infrastructure, I guess you could call it, mm-hmm. like, all has to be special ordered. Yeah. And it all comes from, like, there's, like, one dude that does it. Really? Yeah, he does the boards for, like, the U of M and, like, some other outdoor um, hmm. rinks and cities. So, yes, ultimately... Yes, there will be two. Dan, the insurance man. There will be Dan, two. Dan, the insurance man. Um, we made a significant investment into lighting. So lighting will be in place. And they will be located kind of in the outfield of the ball field, the current ball field, mm-hmm. soccer area. The ball field staying? Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. We're just adding on.
1: Oh, one. yeah, just <clears throat> using the facility for multiple seasons.
0: You know, I've literally never been to that park ever. Oh, really? Which is so interesting to me, just like to with, with just sports there. and like just I thought I thought we would be oh, yeah. like summoned there for a baseball game yeah, like one what time league or... is it that gets I don't bigger. know
1: yeah, that's a good question
0: like I'm very- cu- honestly I'm know. very curious about it because it's right down it. the street and I've never got a chance yeah. to bring my kids there
1: so yeah Jim, they are coming we are Dan oh yeah sorry Dan Jim, Jim, Jim was, Peterson Jim is the Peterson's park. the park do you want to guess how many outdoor ice rinks the city of Blaine has
0: I'll outdoor ice yeah. rinks
1: yeah
0: oh boy fifteen.
1: 12. 12. That's it. That just close. about a dozen. And so, we, do you want to guess how many indoor sheets of ice we have?
0: Well, I know we have at least eight nine, 10, ten.
1: We got about a dozen.
0: Ten. I was going to say 10 to a 12. Dozen, yeah. It's a Fogarty. Um, and
1: Centennial High School.
0: Is that Does that? Is that counted?
1: Yeah. It's in, indoor sheets of ice. Yeah. Centennial in High School. in Blaine. Is it? Yes. Yeah. On Sunset and what is that? Dude, 1003? Blaine's so big. It's crazy. 34 square miles. It's nuts.
0: I thought it might be Circle Pines. No. Okay. Good to know. Uh, <clears throat> what was I? Oh, uh, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. The train left the station. We'll just keep going. Okay. Um, All right. Tony Zwart. Okay. He's uh, concerned about the support of law enforcement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll just read this. He said, where is she or the council on supporting our de- our law enforcement department? Are we increasing the safety budget, <clears throat> supporting innovation and training, identifying mental health resources, um, or he's concerned we're maybe following others down the defund path with other ideas to solve such deter crime?
1: Yeah, that's a super good question, and I'm glad he that's asked it. Deep question. It I mean, it's a it's a super relevant question. Mm-hmm. Again, kind of going back to that political volatility. Things that aren't political are becoming political right and it's so gross yeah law enforcement should not be political yeah uh as far as blaine pd uh we absolutely love Mm -hmm. blaine pd Mm -hmm. council staff this community has embraced our law enforcement department and they are excellent we have the best men and women uh fun fact blaine pd is one of the only fully staffed law enforcement agencies in the state of minnesota Hmm. Um, if you read the Star Tribune, I don't know if you do. I'm aware. Like I said, I read all that stuff. Yeah, I
0: try to stay away from, like, any news. D- it's
1: just because I do, because I want to know what's happening in to. other communities. Yeah. Uh, there was an article about uh, the Minneapolis Police Department um, swearing in new officers. They had just gone through, you know, police training and whatever, and one dropped out and came to blame. Really? Yeah, this happens a lot. Okay. So we... I, I cannot tell you enough the immense gratitude that I have for the leadership at Blaine PD. Right. They're excellent. Um, in regards to his question about training and things like that, uh, Blaine PD, safety services, and public works are the two largest line items in our budget. Like, if there was a pie.
0: Is that common?
1: They suck up most of the pie. For a community this large, for sure. Okay. I mean, it has to be. You have 72,000 people. Yeah. So, I mean, it almost has to be.
0: Yeah. Um, I just not know if, like, maybe we're... we're spending more on on the on the police department and stuff versus like maybe other no. cities and stuff like no, that. No,
1: I'm I mean we pay better. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's not because we're we're paying better cuz we're trying to lure them away. I yeah. mean, this is you're being asked to serve They got more to patrol community, we want Blaine PD to have all the tools that they need from us reasonably. Now if they ask me for like I I don't know a black hawk helicopter, I'm probably gonna <laughs> be a like a Batmobile um, or something. Can you like show me how that could be used? But I don't
0: know, uh police chief Bodani could probably figure chief out Danny? He could no, probably he figure has. out a he's, way to get a Batmobile. No,
1: he's the nicest, nicest, nicest man. He is. The community is so, so fortunate to have that man leading the police department mm-hmm. and for the officers that are literally being our everyday heroes. They are the best. I cannot yeah. tell you. When I told you my soft spot was for grandmas and grandpas, it is. And it's subsequent to that. Yeah. law enforcement and military because they are outstanding human beings. And. Their job sucks because they have to be perfect 100% of the time. Yeah. Perfection is all that is expected from them. And they're human beings. Right. Uh, there is no defund the police. I won't have that. Yeah. I have said many times, you would have to come through me to get to that police department. hmm it's it just is not going to happen. It's great to hear. We love Blaine PD. We yeah. super do. I,
0: uh, I agree with you 100%.
1: And uh, what was the other question? Training?
0: Um, like training, identifying yeah. mental health yep. resources. Great
1: questions. Uh, we have a couple of captains that have written additional training materials like de-escalation training, uh, situational training. They just did a drill last month, active shooter training. Unfortunately, the active shooter training drill was taking place at Blaine High School because this is the crap world that we live in yeah. now. Um, but the, yes, always we have a designated mental health person. Uh, she's excellent. Uh, so, yes, that is something that is very, very um, evident to what our community's needs are. I mean, I'm sure you're aware in the last like few years, like the suicide rate against young people has just yeah. been like devastating. And as a parent, like. It just – it breaks my heart that kids hurt like that and they don't feel like they have a place. My middle kiddo, literally by the time she was 17, had been to more funerals than I had been to in my whole life. Jeez. And it's just – I it's it's horrible. So uh, the police department also has a really great community engagement program. Yeah. We just actually unveiled um, a community engagement trailer that they're going to be taking around anywhere in the city. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw it at the Lakes Beach, any of the parks, community events. Yeah. They are – all in with this community whether they live here or not we mm-hmm. have a lot of homegrown officers officers that went to blaine high school officers mm-hmm. that went through our police explorers program officers that are you know they live here they've raised their yeah. families here so it's everything yeah, we're I super love super it. grateful
0: yeah and and yeah i've as a as a community resident i always feel like there's plenty on on staff like yeah. i don't ever feel unsafe um you know, during COVID, there was some dicey moments at the Lakes Beach, but that got solved very quickly.
1: Yeah, Y'all got some um, crazies up in there. Yeah.
0: Well, that was it's people coming kids, from- It's the kids, isn't it? It was all the kids, and they were coming from other cities yeah, because there was no-
1: Because all the beaches were closed. There was no
0: security there. I know. Right? But we fixed yeah. it. Um, but that was wild some of those videos that was messed up but uh well tony i hope you uh, i hope that suffices uh, tony and that's a
1: great question and i'm assuming the tone of your question is that you have much love and support for law absolutely so for that thank you and i would even go as far to say share that with blaine pd honestly stop and leave them some donuts or they call them crime fighting biscuit
3: do they (laughs) yeah that's
1: what chief pananny calls them but i mean they (laughs) love that engage with them they absolutely love it it's so appreciated even like a card a note post on the facebook page like that means the world to those guys yeah and gals they're so so excellent so thank you for loving our blame pd we appreciate that's
0: awesome um my (laughs) my buddy taylor kilty asks how does she put up with you
1: that is by the grace of god (laughs) no i'm just kidding
0: best question best question that i had to ask was well how does jess put up with tyler i I have no idea
1: just in the professional world, right? Like we all have to deal with people that aren't exactly us. Quite honestly, God help us if there was more of Joss Robertson's in the world because I'm a lot, yeah. I'm a lot. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Just, you know, everyone's different. I tell my kids every year on their birthday, I write them these really like sentimental Facebook mm-hmm. posts. And, you know, I always remind them every year, like you are one of 7 billion people, mm-hmm. one of 7 billion that currently walks the earth. God created just one you. And I think sometimes when you realize that there is only just one me, I can't make demands on the world or the people around me to agree with me. And I have to reciprocate that. So, I mean, listen, whether we agree 100 percent of the time or not, it doesn't matter to me. My threshold is usually I stop a hard stop at someone being just a straight up a-hole is a hard stop for me. Give me all the crazies. It's fine. Yeah. I can whatever it is. I'm I'm all for it. Agreements, disagreements, likes, dislikes. But just I stop shy of investing additional time once someone just straight up shows me yeah. that they're an asshat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I call those people. <laughs>
1: I have no patience for that. Uh,
0: I I like the word fuckface.
1: Oh stars. Okay. Yeah, you went a little farther it. than I did. I did, but okay, I like that's, that's a
0: great term. You guys should all think about using. No, um,
1: not no. <laughs> Don't encourage <laughs> cussing.
0: You said ass hat. Just because ass is a donkey doesn't make it okay.
1: Fine, fine. <laughs> I will say, I what is the I just told someone this like the other day. Like if you want to know who someone is, they'll show you.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: And if I had ever thought for two seconds that you were, you know, a D bag. An, an F face. I wouldn't be sitting here.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you putting up with me. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. <laughs> Can we get a Trader Joe's on 109th and Lexington? Listen, I
1: would love to put a Trader Joe's on 109th and Lexington. Do you want me to like get into this? Cause I, I will do it. Like I mean, I've been Trader trying Joe's. to get a Trader Joe's similar to Shields. Yeah. I know who the broker is for Trader Joe's. I know his name. Yeah. I know where he lives. Okay. I like went so far as to try to piece together who his like network is in the development yeah. community to see if like, it's someone that I've already, ...connected with or what have you. Yeah. Trader Joe's is one that does not stray from metrics. Um, I I will use fake numbers, okay, but I have a spreadsheet. I'm happy to send it to you if you want to ever look at it. I Mm -hmm. should just post it online. You
0: should. Throw it out there.
1: It's a breakdown of what their metrics are and how... When you say metrics, you're saying like
0: what it takes to get them to come to a community.
1: It's units, uh, household income, uh, medium density or um median household income like all these things and it's and they break it down into 1 5 and 10 mile radius. Mm-hmm. So the spreadsheet that I have shows where the city of Blaine is compared to where Trader Joe's locations are. So mm-hmm. Maple Grove, Woodbury, what St. Paul. I know there's one in Shoreview but that one I don't think had been open yet when this demo sheet came out but it's like not comparable. Yeah. It's like a quarter of the density. Now listen. This is again the choice that residents have to make. If you want a Trader Joe's, I would love to try to get you one, but it comes with a price tag. And the price apartments. tag is density. Yep. And I don't want that because I don't, I'm not particularly fond of apartments. Yep. I don't want that. But I want you to have a Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. Yeah. So again, is Lens and where... Byerly's
0: in, in the same no. realm? Like they don't no. necessarily go by the metric part?
1: Uh, I know what you're trying to ask me. 'Cause you wanna know who's going up on that spot. No,
0: I'm no, I'm literally just I don't know curious.
1: Uh, Lunds and Byerleys have not been sniffing around the city of Blaine for probably about five or six years. Okay. They haven't been around for a while. But
0: they don't like they don't have that set criteria like traders jokes. Everyone Trader does. Joseph. I
1: would assume Lunds and Byerleys probably falls more into the dollar amount category than it does the density gotcha. categories. If I had to guess. Because yeah. their typical customer isn't gonna be someone that's sharing an apartment. And paying five hundred dollars for rent, right or whatever it is, right. you know what I mean. So I would assume that would okay. be somewhat accurate.
0: Okay, I just I put those two in a similar category. Maybe I'm off, but like Trader Joe's and London and Byerly's. No,
1: have you ever shopped at Trader Joe's?
0: I've been in there many times. Yeah,
1: dude, Trader Joe's is the bomb. I love that place. My yeah, college. what they got? Bomb what is it? Uh,
0: the wine. Two or buck the, chuck. Two buck chuck. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, two
1: ninety nine though. Is it? I now? suppose it's still kind of two buck chuck
0: it's like 299 it's close
1: yeah but i mean listen regardless of being told no because of metrics it doesn't mean that i won't stop asking yeah i am literally our one of the agenda items on our super development squad meeting tomorrow is what's our marketing plan for trader joe's
0: joanna Mickelson. you hear that yes Never and know. it may
1: at some point in time involve the community i don't know if you've seen i've done it a couple of times on that you know you're from Blaine Facebook page yeah. where I'm like, hey, I need you guys to post this and get people to fill out that form because Trader Joe's has a form. And mm-hmm. maybe it would have to be a massive campaign. So I have to get super strategic. I got to get into like my crazy vision space. Like, what does this look like? Right. How do I do it? And then I have to do it. There, Yeah. But I hear no, but I don't hear no. You need
0: someone to skate at like halftime of each hockey game. Or not halftime, but in the periods. Ooh, on the zamboni with a QR code and says "scan to ring Trader Joe's to Blaine," and then we have to fill out the form.
1: Um, literally, my plan is the site that I want them to go on after the first snow. I was gonna go out there with snowshoes and draw like a Trader Joe's store and put a GIS pin on it, like with snowshoes on, and then send a drone up to take a picture of it. Yeah, and like just go nuts. Like, I mean, I have tried to think of like every Nutty idea that I possibly can because I hate hearing no too. Again, we live here too.
3: Council lives
1: here too, so I want those things. But there is reasons why we don't have them, and it's not because council's incompetent, right? Or you know we don't know what we're doing or we're doing it wrong. It's not any of those reasons, right? End of story.
0: Yeah, I mean, period. Boo, (laughs) (laughs) Mike. Drop. Don't drop the mic. Nope, I won't. Don't drop my super sensitive mic. The table. Right here. Let's let's do it one time. So everybody, I'm sure, just heard this (laughs) vibration. In the room, you can barely hear it. Yeah. um, All right. Let's see. Let's be cognizant of time here. I want to make sure we're not keeping it forever. Well, hey, I told you it might be a two-parter. That's all right. Um, Let's two-part it up. Let's see. And we kind of talked about that one. I might come back to that one. Yep. We talked about that one. Footbridges over 105th between the soccer fields near Davenport and another across 105th between other fields across from Invictus. The traffic circles did little to help congestion during soccer season, and even with the police helping, this road still puts people at risk. I further suggest another footbridge south of 105th crossing Davenport. I have seen similar footbridges in Champlain, Maple Grove, and Prairie, etc., and they're heavily used. That's from Zach Lancaster, who I also met through FXB.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Making just friends. kicking
0: butt while kickboxing.
1: Yeah, I like it. Um, the original redesign of 105th, they did dialogue putting in pedestrian tunnels. I
0: remember seeing those.
1: 105th. <clears throat> Part of the challenge that we have just in general here is our water table is very high. Mm-hmm. And so it was impossible to put tunnels under. And quite honestly, water infrastructure becomes a challenge as we do development because now you need to bring all that water to the surface and have functioning storm ponds mm-hmm. and drainage. Like, it's crazy town. One of the design concepts that I've seen in the last, I don't know, six months did have a pedestrian bridge over 105th, almost right near Invictus. Mm -hmm. um, Because there will be public parking ramps in there and some other things that would allow that. uh, Even I can't envision right now us putting one in uh, the Davenport kind of that that west side of 105. so as a i know what he's talking about as
0: a citizen again i don't i don't understand all this type of stuff but like to me in my mind i'm just like how hard is it to throw up a freaking little walk bridge over 105th yeah. like why is that a problem
1: um well a it's super expensive and b like there are some infrastructure challenges like it's not it's not easy to
0: so do. like just like a little walking bridge just a little like Iron, you know, whatever.
1: Little iron. I mean, like, who takes care of it?
0: I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and then
1: who like clears the snow off, and then who insures it, who maintains it, who? I mean, who those would, are who other would normally
0: have done that. But the the who would have maintained the one that went underground.
1: That's a good question. I'm not sure because I'm okay. not sure if that would be the NSC. Yeah. 105th is one of the random roads that the city of Blaine actually owns.
0: Let me ask this. Yeah. If somebody gets hit crossing the road there during the USA Cup, okay. Is the NSC liable at all?
1: No. No, Why do you live in a sad world. I don't I don't believe so. I would be speculating. I'm not an attorney.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm just I asking. I'd be
1: speculating. I don't know. <clears throat>
0: The reason I'm asking that question is, would it behoove them to, to put some walking bridges? We in? have
1: talked about it, but yeah. I mean, again, I saw one on a drawing.
0: Yeah, and it's connected and saw, to
1: other infrastructure. I
0: saw that one too, and I would imagine they'll do that one. That would be. a I don't a, know. A maybe they'll idea. do more,
1: but I, I'm I'm being like super vague because I can't dialogue the other part of the property, right? And what that I know what's going to happen there. I know. So
0: I would. ask, here's what I'll say. I would assume there will be some form of more safe walking over there. Ped
1: safety is going to have to be identified.
0: With all the stuff that's coming, I would be really surprised. I just don't know if they'll throw them like over the roundabouts and stuff because.
1: Right. And now we're asking people to stay and now we're encouraging more people to come. So we have to be cognizant of additional foot traffic and what that looks like and what those travel patterns might look like and what we can put in place to encourage pedestrian safety yeah. obviously we want people to be safe i mean predominantly the demographics kids we yeah. don't want something happening to a kiddo or you know some yeah. somebody's family so yeah
0: i like the roundabouts personally
1: yeah do you know it's nearly statistically impossible to have a fatal a fatal vehicle accident in a with a roundabout? roundabout yeah
0: that's why i, like. you I can't love them. T-bone anybody <clears throat> and i like i don't a lot of people don't like roundabouts i don't they don't bother me
1: i don't think it's that people don't like roundabouts they don't like change
0: they don't like to slow down.
1: Well, there's also that. But do you know where <laughs> Blame PD isn't giving out tickets?
0: 105th. 105th. Yep. Now you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So so I I agree with this, uh, yep. just just this this premise of, like, we did this stuff. Why didn't we do it? Like, I yeah. totally get the question. Mm-hmm. But it's good to hear why. Yeah. You know, you make valid points. Who would take care yeah. of it? Who's insuring it? You know, all that stuff. Because, again, we know that the general public— doesn't want to just up their taxes and pay for a walking bridge and that's
1: the thing i'll give you all the things you want but it's going to cost mm-hmm. you money
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a time where home values are high mm-hmm. the county
0: taxes the county
1: assesses your home value we should probably <clears throat> the city of lane does not assess the value of people's homes
0: and oh, it's done who does
1: by anoka county
0: okay so don't don't complain to city of no lane. when
1: i hear like home values went up a lot like, okay, I'm sorry, minded too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't assess home value. The yep. city does not do that. The yep. county does. They have a whole assessing.
0: yeah, team. if you look at the top of the thing that comes in the mail, it does say Noka county
1: It does, but people and and I get it again, people just don't know, and some people don't ask, some people don't care, and some people do, yeah, and that's okay too. I mean, I think inflation is difficult for everyone right now, including the city
3: mm-hmm. blame. Mm-hmm.
1: you know, I need three plow trucks, Tyler. This budget cycle, Mm -hmm. that's $1.5 million. Mm -hmm. But you want clean streets, right?
0: Mm -hmm. More than anything.
1: So I'm going to have to buy three plow trucks.
0: Did our three of them break down or we just need more now?
1: No, because here's the thing too with um, supply chain issues. I can order one today. I won't get it for two years.
0: Holy cow. Mm -hmm.
1: And some of the trucks that we have, you can't even order parts anymore. And they're not even that old.
0: So like, are we like, are we behind? Like, do we not have enough plow trucks right now? No. We don't.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. So I think there's two more. backups. Okay, I was just at Public Works uh, last week for a, bu- a couple of hours. Went through the entire fleet with the fleet manager and our Public Works director. I want to make sure I get these numbers right. I think throughout the city of Blaine, there's is there 16 or 17 designated plowing routes. Okay. All assigned to specific drivers, specific equipment. There are... There is two pieces of backup equipment mm. to those 16 okay and all are functioning like we have mechanics on site at public works that take really great care of those vehicles
0: how many plow trucks do we have currently
1: well you have
0: 16 16
1: plow routes but no there's different types right based on the do infrastructure guys, do so. you guys
0: employ like the just the, the Joe Schmo with the pickup do truck Joey Bag
1: the, of Donuts yeah
0: do, we, do no. we employ those people like for help at times or anything no. like that no OK, so any city street has to come.
1: Well, it is it cleaned is by being cleaned city staff by uh, city personnel, yeah. public works. Yeah.
0: OK. I just yeah I didn't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tony Joe, which is like a really cool name. Tony Joe. It's one name? name. Tony Joe. I like it. Um, <laughs> I've heard this one many times in, in the residential world for sure uh, when it comes to uh speculation of purchasing homes with wildlife behind them yep so why do they keep allowing all these massive 40 to 80 year old trees to be ripped down everywhere the whole city is going to look like a soccer field pretty soon keep blaine wild from tony joe and i and i know how uh much you value like i mean you said you grew up you yeah, know, in the woods. on acreage, right? Yeah. I know how much you value the yeah. wildlife, the, the trees, the space, all yeah. that stuff. So I think this one is maybe somewhat, you know, uh, near and dear to you.
1: Um, I mean, obviously it is. Um, well, a few things. And again, these are things that people don't like to necessarily hear because they visually see something else. Like right. when you see a new development go in, I want to be so clear that is not the city clearing land. That is not the city selling land to a developer. Those are private property owners. In in most cases, especially up on this northeast part of the city, those are private property owners, second, third generation property owners mm-hmm. that have massive pieces of property. Yep. That will take the highest dollar amount. Yep. They don't care. Yep. And I'm not I'm and good on them. If yeah, that's your financial plan is selling land, like yeah. good on you nothing to do with the city yeah and it sucks right because and you can't like uh, re-zone lexington it. waters well i can rezone some but then like for instance lexington Waters. so that's the super northeast corner of the city yep all that's developed it's all zoned for housing there is yeah. one gentleman in the middle and then tamblins but we love tamblins i want them to stay forever there's one gentleman in the middle that has like 40 acres what am i gonna do pocket zone his house right i can't do that right Now, could I make nice with them, build a relationship, and be like, hey, what if you sold it to the city for a reasonable price and we made it open space? I can try that. Mm -hmm. But we all know at the end of the day, the almighty dollar reigns supreme. Now, being on the receiving end of um, a certain aesthetic, like, for instance, uh, when I bought my second house in Blaine, it's just trees everywhere. Yeah. Then a development came in. It is – I want to be – completely like i hear where he's coming from tony, tony joe joe yeah it is jarring to watch 100 acres of trees come down in like two days yeah i don't even know how they do it it yeah. actually makes me really sad
3: mm-hmm. me too
1: i don't like it but it's not the city being like yeah baby cut down trees we hate trees no truth be told 26 consecutive years in a row the city of Blaine is a tree usa city what does that mean? Tree USA City is a designation by I I want I think it's the federal is it state or federal I think it's the Minnesota DNR that manages it because mm-hmm. I looked it up last night. There's certain requirements that you have to mm-hmm. meet, uh, like you have to have actual like ordinances written that um, encourage X amount of trees per acre, um, forestry, habitation, like uh, tree management plans, and all these things. Like you yeah. have to have all these things in place, and the city has those. Yeah. Um, a lot of the trees that are coming down now are emerald ash borer
3: Mm.
1: and that sucks because a lot of them are big, beautiful trees, but that nasty little insect came in and is destroying all of them Yeah, to the two. like, we literally are talking like millions and millions of dollars to remove trees Hmm. because you know, what's awesome about capitalism, uh, all these people that cut down trees are like, dang, these cities got a problem on their hands. Guess how much it just costs to cut down a tree. Probably went from 500 bucks to a couple thousand bucks. Yep. So we pay for yeah. that too. But no, we love trees. And, you know, we have about cumulatively through the city of just less than 2,000 acres of open space. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got your 66, 67 parks. Yep. Um, it's funny when we were filming that video, one of the days that we filmed, we went up to the seventh floor, eighth floor of uh, Infinite Campus. Yep. And the whole thought process was I'm thinking in my mind, I'm going to dunk on all these, you know, naysayers that are like, there's no, houses in the city of Blaine right, there's no one's no doing city. anything <clears throat> yeah. and we had just you know north meadows was starting to be built and you know the Pulte project was there and all this other development mm-hmm. the senior apartments and i thought let's go send the drone up yeah and let's show them all How these much houses
3: we got going on
0: do
1: you know what you couldn't see <laughs> through endless tree caps <laughs> any freaking houses we literally had to take it out right because it just looks like it just like, didn't solve who the lives here yeah. no one
0: yeah we're in the middle of the woods yeah no, but, I, but
1: again, I get it. Change is hard. It's so yeah. hard. And I, I empathize with it. I get it. Been there. Yeah. But it, there is no secret plan to be diabolical. Again, the yeah. natural element of our community is the core of our character is a community. No one is looking to change that. Right. Or disrespect it or negate it. That is not the case at all.
0: Well, and, you know, I, I grew up in Champlin. So I didn't, I mean, I grew up with some trees, but not like a ton. But I lived on Rockford and I saw how... Um, you know, that community was different with acreage and, and yeah. all that stuff. So, like, I have definitely an appreciation for it. But at the same time, like, a lot of these questions we're alluding to, people want more things in the city. Right. And it's like a lot of it is fueled by, like, people, you know. <laughs> so right. Tell so your it, neighbor it's, not to
1: sell their 40 acres to a developer. Yeah, and they'll it's, stay forever. But
0: it's like the catch-22. It's like we want these things. Right. But businesses aren't just going to pop their doors open because we're going to get five people to come through on a Saturday night. It's right. like, no, they need 50 an hour probably yeah. to come, you know, yeah. it's like, we need people. Restaurants so.
1: need lunch crowds. So restaurants typically like to be near young professionals or, um, like industrial areas. So yeah. like Lucy's, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. They have really fun kids night mm-hmm. activity stuff. They have a great lunch crowd. Yeah. Infinite campus and Aveda and all those industrial spaces yeah. back in that pheasant Ridge area.
0: Yeah. Um, I wonder like so Blaine has how many residents? About seventy two thousand. Okay. So like I think on the surface people are like, we have seventy two thousand people. Why do we need more? But I think at the same time, is it because we're so large of an area that the people per acre, I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know what I don't know yeah. what you guys go by. Yeah, units per acre. Units per acre is like really low compared to other cities nearby, right? Because they have sixty thousand, seventy thousand people in a much smaller yeah. area. Yeah, of course. Is that fair?
1: I mean, yeah, but it, that's not, like, the only... It's
0: not, like, the only me- metric that yeah. matters.
1: Yeah. It's it's a key one, yeah. certainly. And, I mean, and I want to touch on that, too. Like, I don't want us to have 100,000 people here. Yeah. But then, you know, again, to ask residents or whoever, like, what's the number? Will Trader Joe's come here if Blaine has 80,000 people? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to take ninety five thousand people? Right. I don't want to be a city of ninety five thousand. Quite honestly, I don't want to be a city of more than eighty thousand because I just don't.
3: Yeah. I just don't. But we, but at the same
0: time, it's a large city. Like
1: what's well, square miles? It's a large city. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's like I think we could support eighty thousand, and it wouldn't feel like eighty thousand too. At the same time. Yeah, but do in, we in have to? No, I mean I don't know. You are. But
1: that's. The fundamental question again, right. do you want trees or do you want trader Joe's? Right. But and, and I'm not I'm not trying to be tongue in cheek. I'm just like what what value has a higher yeah level of priority for you? Mm-hmm. And I, I would be lovely to have both. And if I could find a way to get you both, I will get you both. Yeah. And then some. Yeah. Super sad. I know you will. I will totally do it.
0: Um Alyssa. Farland asked, I'd love to understand why city council voted to keep the area soon to be developed along the soccer fields restaurant free. And I don't know if this was actually the case or not. Saying Blaine already has too many. Did that actually happen?
1: No, we literally just did. This news
0: was a huge disappointment to me and others. We were hoping for a really good steakhouse and other finer dining options. I'm curious what shaped the decision to keep it retail and condos.
1: I have no idea. what So this is that. fake news. Uh, like I told you yesterday, I was at the sports center
0: <laughs> for a pizza a pub
1: groundbreaking on two restaurants. Right. The whole premise of that entire redevelopment area. Yes, of course, is to include a retail angle, to include an office angle. And it has to be. Restaurants. There absolutely has to be, whether yeah. that's food halls, whether that's really high end restaurants that'll be in some of the hotels that'll be on site, whatever yes. that looks like. Absolutely. I, I mean, I don't I don't know, again, empathy, because I don't know what people know and don't know. I also don't know where people get their information.
0: But there was no vote for this. No. Okay. So the
1: entire zoning is set to encourage restaurants and art and retail and.
0: But that's good to know. So Alyssa, just I mean, just you know, um, you have somebody here that is telling you that wasn't that wasn't a vote that happened, and uh, she loves restaurants and she wants to see uh, those things happen, just like I think we all do. And Alyssa, you're my best friend because I also want a really good steakhouse. (laughs) I like steak too. You know, and honestly, I do like the idea or the concept of. Hey, we're gonna need some hotels over there, right? Yeah. Cause it's, you're gonna get at least two. But here's the deal: you just yeah. said they should. I mean, some hotels have really nice restaurants.
1: One hundred percent. Like some of
0: the best restaurants are in a hotel. In
1: hotels. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, hey, if yeah. we get if we get uh, a nice steakhouse looking out over whatever's out there that we can't talk about, I'm all for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that. Oh, that could happen, you're Alyssa. Freak out. That. <laughs>
1: There's so much cool stuff happening. Yeah,
0: there's I a just, lot of cool things. It's just
1: not my it's not my news to share. Yeah, it's not. Sometimes your... I don't like knowing stuff. Yeah, because then I can't tell people.
0: Um, gosh, we have uh, done a lot of these. Okay. So we've gotten through a lot of the the questions. Did we? Um
1: Yeah.
0: Like, there's some other like suggestions that um, I was gonna just ask your suggestion opinion
1: box? on. Box. Let's hear it. Kind of
0: like suggestion box. Let's yeah. Go. So. Um, <clears throat> We already, we already answered this one. So okay. more restaurants, less homes, like just in general. We want more restaurants. So like, let's do it. We're on board with that, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and like not <laughs> chain.
1: But Can we talk about that? Yes. With inflation and interest rates being difficult and building expenses still being high, mm-hmm. there is a trend happening right now. When you read the finance journal mm-hmm. and the business journal... Mm-hmm. With lease rates, leasing right now is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, about four or five years ago, lease rates for tenants in some of the vacated space that we have here, $25 a square foot. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's 50 Yeah, for new
0: builds. Yep. Because now, in case a lot of people don't understand this, and uh, hopefully I'm, I'm not uh, saying this wrong, but uh, the owners of these empty buildings... Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they obviously didn't like pay cash for them. They got loans on them, sure. And a lot of those loans in the commercial world or almost all of them are on like a one to three year basis, and then they refinance them. And unfortunately, when rates go from two percent to eight, eight right, it changes how much they now need for that space, right? In order for it to even be worth it. Well, you and know?
1: I think that financial component combined with just the federal inflation, yeah, and. Increased building costs, lumber was up like what, 35%? Oh, it was was insane. It was dumb. And they have to pass those costs on. So, part of the reason why we see chains like, we'll pick on Culver's. I love Culver's too. I love Culver's. You ever had a banana shake there? No. Get one. Get one? They're so good. I'm going to have to. I get get a banana shake and french fries there. It's like my favorite thing. And those crinkle fries are money. They
0: are money. They're so good. Even
1: if they get cold, they're so good. Yeah.
0: They never get cold. I eat them in like literally 10 seconds. It's super
1: yummy. Uh, But we got a lot of pushback when that Culver's came through council, right? The one on Lexington. Now, again, here's a situation. The zoning is set. I cannot stop it from happening legally unless I want to get sued. You want me to squander your taxpayer dollars in lawsuits? I'm all in. But I don't (laughs) want to do that because we're trying to build a better reputation with ourselves amongst the development community. Culver's comes in. We get tons of pushback. The problem is Culver's can afford it. Culver's national brands, national chains have a fatter pile of cash to work with than right. like a mom and pop place. No,
3: I told like, you. Yeah.
1: Uh one of the restaurants that I've been trying to get here for oh my gosh, at least two years. I love them. I will tell you, you should go there. It's a restaurant called The Hen and the Hog. It's in Albertville. Okay. I love it. It's like scratch kitchen. It's so and delicious. place
0: Like that in Blaine would crush it.
1: Absolutely crush it. Hen and the Hog. The hen and the hog in Albertville. It's so good. The problem again. So here they are in Albertville. They opened during the pandemic, survived,
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like did great. But they have a landlord that's not charging $50 a square foot. I can't, they can't reasonably from a business decision-making process be like, yeah, I'm happy to pay $50 a square foot. They they won't make it. They won't make it. They'd have to charge you $30 for a stack of pancakes Mm -hmm. just so they can afford $50 Mm -hmm. a square foot. So the balance isn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I would love to have them here. Yes, we love it. They're so. Oh man, they're so. What good. if
0: I turn my podcast studio into a hen and hog
1: kitchen restaurant kitchen? This is such a weird place for a restaurant, though. It is. You get like zero time. <laughs> You'd just be your personal chef. That would be amazing. He would just be cooking for you. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what we're gonna do. Sneaky. Hen and hog. Calling you later.
1: His name is Matt. He's awesome.
0: Um, but anyways, I, I think we're all on board with the whole restaurant thing. I totally get. I totally get it the struggle, and. Yeah. Um, you know the the places that you go, for, like you travel, and you're like, oh my gosh, all these unique, mm-hmm. amazing places. Like, yeah, because there's tourists there supporting. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, of course they're gonna go there. Yeah, but you go down the road a few miles, and guess what? It's Chick fil A, it's Culvers, it's McDonald's. It's know. you know what I'm you know what I'm saying.
1: Chick fil A, McDonald's, and Culvers have the piles of cash to do it.
0: And I love all three of those places. And I but do, I don't mind.
1: Uh, sometimes I do, but I mean mom and pop places can't do that those yeah. unique restaurants that you want can't do it they cannot afford to do it in this market and right now i think our vacancy rate is like two percent yeah there's nowhere for them Not to go ton. we yep. don't have old town Stillwater vibes where i can put someone in a 200 year old building and refurb it like we don't have that yep so it, it's difficult but i do think we are hoping to draw some of those like really fun things with the food hall that'll probably go into the Downtown.
0: So you're doing like a food hall, like in Nashville, I'm like an assembly hall.
1: Am I going to hear about this? I've never been to Nashville.
0: Yeah, you should hear about it because Nashville is fantastic. I went to
1: Memphis once,
0: but, but they have an assembly hall in Nashville yeah. where you like go into this building. It's right off of Broadway. Okay. And yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know, twenty different little restaurants right in this thing. It's super cool. Okay. Yeah, I. It's like a food. It's like yeah, a glorified food court.
1: It would have a rooftop.
0: Again, love it.
1: To serve as an amenity to something else that I See, can't See, like, dialogue. Jess
0: can say whatever she wants to me after she says rooftop on anything. I don't even care. I
1: know.
0: Like you just know the way to my heart. I like rooftops. Rooftop. Too. Rooftop. Um for the love of God. Yep. Just get a high end steakhouse. It's on here like five times. Just get it. I don't I I thing. will support it myself. I
1: can well and, I'll if, go if there. you make that commitment, I'll be there. But again, I think here's what gets lost: thirty-four square miles. The lakes is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. The TPC is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But you still have seventy percent of a city. Yeah. Where the demographics aren't exactly the same. Roseville and
0: Baltimore is packed.
1: Their infrastructure is so. Different. I know and they Baltimore's, bring people
0: from the mall. And I get that. It's a
1: destination that. restaurant. That's a destination dining experience. And I'm not saying we can't create that, but I'm just telling you this is some of the feedback that we've heard because I mean we've had meetings I've brought like restaurant... from from the yes. restaurants themselves I've brought restaurant groups into town and I literally did like a little Blaine like a restaurant slash pub crawl with them yeah like we stopped at Invictus then we went to bricks then we capped off at Oliver's just to like get them like the vibe they talked to previn adam victus like hey what's it like working with the city of blaine and previn's like oh you know i love the city of blaine Just yeah. robertson is my favorite council member <laughs> i think that's what he said
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i'm he pretty said sure that. that's what he yeah. said
1: um and then you know he talked with Corey at oliver's and just to be yeah. able to dialogue like the nitty-gritty in the reality restaurants are hard mm-hmm. god bless michael and baldemar for being able to make it work but again when you go to baldemar you know you are forking out big stacks of cash mm-hmm. easy peasy If Ryan and I go there, I know for sure we're going to spend two hundred and fifty bucks.
3: Easy, because I need wine. Yeah,
1: (laughs) because I like the wine so much. Yeah, the Camus is like my favorite. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and.
0: But you just don't think like like they're they're telling you they don't think that the people here will shell out that money.
1: So we've heard some feedback. Like uh, we don't know that your residents are ready for our brand. Like, are they ready to spend seventeen dollars on a cocktail? Okay, but you say that, but remember, you're just like that's you saying that, so I mean, I but, think
0: there's a lot of money in Blaine that people don't see
1: and i don't I don't deny that, right, but here, I can only work with what I have to work with
0: Here's I mean we're what... not talking about i mean a lot of Blaine is not l- like starter homes. a lot of Blaine is bigger homes too, like I think we kinda think it's just the lakes and it's like you can't you can't there's so many houses on on the east side of blaine they're all over five hundred thousand dollars at this point like it's not cheap to live yeah. there
1: it's not cheap to live anywhere right but i told, but,
0: but but you know like there's other na- neighboring cities that i think average sale price is lower average income is right. lower stuff like that So like don't
1: tell people that they'll move there
0: no, well, they will not Yeah, there's not many amenities. <laughs> All there. the
1: cheap houses are in Lionel Lakes. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> I don't know about Lionel, but I just um, that was the first name city. The school, city that the school district in. keeps that that one uh, pretty tough to, uh, As far as prices, is pretty high actually. The school district Centennial is big over there.
1: What what do they have a huge referendum on the In tax? Lyon? No, no, no. Like oh. like
0: it's a it's a very sought after school oh, it's district. A draw. So yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I and was like,
1: wait, what are we talking yeah, about? Sorry. Okay. No, that's um, okay.
0: But I don't know. I just
1: I would love to have a steakhouse, Tyler. I absolutely would. I love steak. Like
0: how do they try it? Like how do they test it without like committing? Is there a way to like do they no, do they either, ever do I'll that? Give you,
1: this is literally a phone call that I had yesterday. So every couple of weeks I have a list of brokers that I call. It's the same brokers. Mm-hmm that have available space here in the city. Mm-hmm. I call all of them. Mm-hmm. I make sure they know what the vision is for the city of Blaine. So when that Culver's came through, mm-hmm. that developer got a call. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, what did I tell you about this national chain business? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need a Culver's here. Like, I already have one. All the things that residents said, I literally said, came mm-hmm. out of my mouth mm-hmm. to the broker for that project. Whoever a relationship with now, because I've been making these calls for two years, so I can be a little sassy yeah. with him. But I got a call. Well, I called another one yesterday and there is uh, the vacated Green Mill space in the village off of Pheasant Ridge and Lexington huge space for a restaurant it's like 7,500 square feet it's Mm -hmm. a massive space Mm -hmm. it sucks that it's vacant I hate vacant spaces Mm -hmm. it makes me sad literally makes my inside sad yeah when the previous tenant left they destroyed that space Mm. Get a meeting with a restaurant that I won't disclose. I'll tell you off this, but, you know, sure. I don't know how much of, like, the shop talk that I yeah. have with brokers is, like, let's not repeat no, that it. Into, the public, it. into the public forum. A very well-established restaurant group with, like, four or five different restaurant concepts that are amazing. It would crush it here. $3.1 million mm. to build the space out and get it back to a normal thing. Mm. That's just the build-out. Yeah that's to get the kit i mean the place took everything tyler they took everything yeah paper towel racks out of the bathroom Mm. they ripped every fixture like they took out every single thing they could Hmm. 3.1 million dollars in today's market equates to a boatload in perpetuity and then lease rates now their lease rates are a little more flexible there but now it's like that's Everybody.
0: Well, I'm just going to hold out for that hotel restaurant we're talking no, about.
1: No, I think that'd be awesome.
0: I think that we could do that. I
1: like it.
0: um Movie theater. Can we get one? Is it a priority? Is it anything that's it's ever talked that about? We've
1: been, we dialogued it in the context of maybe the mall being interested in letting a movie theater take over the old Becker furniture or the current Becker furniture space. Yeah. The old Carson's, Mervin's, <laughs> Herberger Space. Mervin's. Let me just age myself. Yeah. Carson Perry Scott. Holy smokes.
0: <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool. 1980. Movie
1: theater. Uh, like. We did, in that, in that context, we did. But then again, if you put one at Northtown, you can literally drive three minutes up the road to right. AMC Show Place. Right.
0: I'm thinking more like this side of town somewhere, but I don't know where it would go.
1: There was a hot, like, for a hot second dialogue about someone purchasing land and building another drive-in
0: that would be amazing and that was i was Not just gonna saying ask you it about wouldn't that. be amazing oh but
1: again it's it's hard because everything's wetlandy so all I this know. available property is just really wetland heavy but we, that conversation did happen so there are people out there and that was another person from the community from the city yeah that was like i get it like, here's here's what I'll bring to the table. And I was like, that sounds awesome. Let's find a way to make it work. And yeah. then wetlands made it hard because you can't park cars on wetlands.
0: What could it be during the winter? A a winter in.
1: Wonderland? <laughs>
0: like, yeah, I don't know. I
1: don't know. Christmas tree farm? Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: that that I feel like that's the drawback to that business. It's just like, what the heck do you do in the winter? I don't know. Ice rink?
1: Whatever you want, I guess. Yeah. Whatever's I allowed in zoning.
0: What's the city nearby that does the Winter Wonderland thing? What was that? Is that a... Uh... Was that in a uh, Champlin, Dayton? Do they do that? No idea. That's like an ice castle thing we just went to. Oh, last winter.
1: Well, Stillwater does something like.
0: No, uh, there's I'm one sure, like the in caves? like. I'm pretty sure it's the Shoreview? it's the Elm Creek.
1: Oh, Elm Creek Park.
0: They do like oh, really. Yeah, there was like an ice castle. Neat. So maybe did you, you could do that.
1: See, I saw. Did you ever see like the real, real ice castle? No, no. you were probably not alive. Mm-mm. When they used to do the ice castle for the winter carnival, like oof.
3: I did not.
0: Take us down there? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe we could do that in the drive in spot.
1: We have talked about doing all kinds of things. At one point in time, well, now that there are turf fields going in at the NSC, the NSC can flood them without it damaging long term grass. Look at that. So we had talked about uh, putting in an oval sort of, you know, skating outdoor thing and maybe working with the Blaine Festival to bring a winter festival. To town, but yeah. I think once all of these projects start <laughs> falling into place, naturally, we're going to have spaces to do that kind of stuff.
0: One thing I didn't write down, but I, I keep thinking about it and yeah. I forget, so I want to, like, throw it out there, yeah. is what's happening in the lakes, uh, on, the, on the lake when it's frozen? What are we doing?
1: You're doing Polar Plunge, baby. Oh, snaps, Polar go, Plunge! Baby. Coming to Blaine! So, our law enforcement agency is really plugged into the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. One of our detectives, Detective Orrin Christensen, is on the... Um, I don't know, like the planning board for the Special Olympics. Special Olympics is actually coming here in 2025, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but February in 2024, the first time ever in the Polar Plunge Series, Sunrise Lake. Yes. So the objective from law enforcement is to make it the largest attended event in the Polar Plunge Series this mm-hmm. cycle. Mm-hmm. I think we can do it. Heck yeah,
3: They're we can do They're thinking
1: 800 to 1,000 people. Um that would be incredible and you know not that i am using one to benefit the other but it's a great look for the city of blaine the -hmm. more we end up in the papers like hey Look at the city of Blaine, topping the charts for the Polar Plunge, helping the Special Olympics. Those kinds of things are the things that we can use when we're dialoguing with Shields or Trader Joe's to get them to look outside of metrics. It's like, okay, you don't have density. What do you have to offer me? Uh, Blaine's amazing. Community involvement. Exactly. It's, you know, not another community like it. And I fundamentally believe that. And Mm -hmm. I have no problem sitting down and telling people that. But I think next winter going to be really incredible so i think so it's, it's not
0: like this winter it's next winter well no it's february It's this coming like up. Okay. yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah
0: yeah i'm excited uh i've only got a it... team together yeah oh yeah i've only done it one time okay. and uh it was an experience i'll say that oh
1: it's freaking cold yeah
0: it's cold but they, th- they got the hot tubs there, i mean like... they
1: do i did it once and i tried to plan like somewhat strategically where i picked like the last one in the series so it was like march Yeah. Where maybe just maybe it might be like, I don't know, 34 degrees instead of like minus 12. Yeah. So it wasn't horrible when they picked February. I was like, come on, man. (laughs) And I think the week before that, I'll be on vacation. So then I'm going to come back.
0: Oh, yeah. You're not going to be go jump in that. It I'm
1: going to freeze
0: my tan off. I can't wait to see it.
1: It'll be awesome. So, yeah, you're going to, you got to get a team. Yep.
0: Dress up. Tyler Miller raise, team will be there in full force. I love force, it. I guarantee it. Raise
1: boatloads of money for the Special Olympics. We're super, super excited about it. We want to make sure that we uh, give Blaine PD the boost they need. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, wrapping up. are we because well honestly I have like five other questions I'll take another hour so we'll have to do this another time but I know you have things you have to do and uh, I want to make sure that I respect that time so I'm trying to think of the last one here so I guess the 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 other the thing I want to end with would be so you've been a council member for seven years
1: no five I'm
0: sorry five years there's seven council members. Maybe I was like, I,
1: "How long have we been here? Two years? <laughs> it's been too, yeah,
0: it's been two. Oh my more years god! Since started <laughs> since the podcast started. Um, so you've been a council member for five years. Um, I don't know when you're like how your terms all work or whatever. Four year terms. Four year terms. Yep. So, so how much longer do you have for three. on this term? Three. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's let's. I wrote down what was the future hold for Jess? Five years. I think that that's kind of a fun question to ask you. So you got yeah. three years of this. Any anything when you think down the road just for yourself personally, like what is it that you uh, hope to accomplish or, or super good question or like where do you want to be at in life in five years? Yeah,
1: um, that's a really good question because it kind of aligns with my kids, like really being adults. Yeah. And so it, it's a different part of my life that I guess I haven't really talked about. I mean, I spent the last 23 years of my life being. Yeah parent and keeping kids alive. Right. And so you don't know what to do with free time when you have it. I know. And I think combined with that, too, and we touched on this, like, at the the early part, like, and I don't know what the Lord has planned for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't expect to be doing this. Right. So I don't know what that plan is. But I do think that I look forward to being at a place in life where I can say yes to more stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hey Jess, can you like volunteer here or do you want to, you know, donate time to whatever? Yeah, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I would love to spend more time up north. Yeah. Like my backup plan is if it just got DEFCON 5 here at the City of Blaine and I just had to say screw all of you, yeah. I would move to the lake and try to run for like Aiken County Commissioner or something <laughs> and just like live out my life yeah. up on Malax and just like, you know.
0: So do you see yourself involved in politics in the I really don't know. Future? Again,
1: Listen, there is once you get into real partisan politics, because it does creep in. And we talked about that. I hate that part. I don't think that is for me. Yeah. I mean, it gets so nasty and I don't like that. I just don't. It's I don't like being I don't I don't like being angry. I don't like being frustrated. Right. Uh, It's really hard for me sometimes in professional situations to not want to tell people to F off. Right. And you can't do that. (laughs) No. In the real world I can. Yeah. But in in this you can't. And I don't want to have to get to the point where I'm telling people that. Right. Either. And so I don't know. I don't know Tyler, I don't know. I listen, I know what happens when you say no the lord's like, "Hey, oh, hold hold on." Yeah. I got something hold my for beer. you. So I <laughs> Jesus well Jesus drinks
3: Hold wine. my wine. Hold
1: my Merlot. <laughs> was hold it my Merlot. Cap. I don't know what Jesus was making. I don't know if you've ever seen That's that meme. Sure this idea. is a totally sidebar. Hold my wine. Have you ever Jesus. seen the meme? It's like a picture of a liquor store. But you know when you go to Target, they have like the little labels on the aisle. Like, hey, this is the soup aisle or this is yeah. whatever. It's all red wine, but the sign says water. And the <laughs> meme says, oh, Jesus was here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> I know. I love it so much. Uh. Oh, my God. Uh, So, I don't know. My kids will be old. I mean, I when you get into a second marriage scenario and you're getting married and you have instant family, we're at a time in our lives now where it's like, oh, my gosh, we have freedom. Yeah. So, we're, like, kind of doing fun things that, like,
0: we never did when we were. There's songs about this. It's, you know, your kids grow up and then you... You fall, yeah. fall in love all over with your spouse again. Oh, you get to cute. know your spouse again. I love that. Because, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're it's a different life when you're raising kids a little yeah, bit. Your relationship is. is different.
1: It is. So. I joked uh, with someone a couple of days ago that when Chuck is done with school that I will probably play more cribbage. Because I'm really bad at it. Yeah. And I'm so competitive that I hate losing. Like, Ryan won't even play with me anymore.
0: I love cribbage. And
1: he beats me. And I'm so bad. But I do love it. We go play for hours at the yeah. lake. Yeah. I, I love it so much. Do you
0: play 500?
1: Yeah. So. Where you, like,
0: you, like, bid and all that stuff?
1: Uh, I don't know that it was so, the bidding, but it was the <clears throat> counting. It was never bidding. It, at least in our family's version of 500. Yeah. You had one of two groups. You picked yeah. the card group or you picked the cribbage group. I never picked the cribbage group. So okay. I, like, just learned to play. Yeah. This game, which you should not play when you drink because by the time you're like 15-2, 15-4, 15-6, you're like, what? Yeah. It's the worst. And then
0: if they're playing with somebody who's cutthroat, they'll take your points oh my, that you don't yeah. I don't want Ryan
1: do that to me or I won't yeah. play with him anymore. Yeah. It's so mean. But that was on my bucket list. And then I really do want to try to refine my palate and find like a little sweet spot for whiskey and bourbon just Ooh, a little bit. Rise, rise, right. a big time whiskey drinker. Yeah. He likes whiskey, so I thought that would be something fun that we could do together. Ryan,
0: we should hang out more. Yes, babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will drink some whiskey with you if she wants. Um, he would love that. Yeah.
1: Secret about whiskey Costco. Costco
0: during the holidays. Yeah.
1: Sells like crazy. I shouldn't even say this because now I'm going to be pissed if I go there and they'll be like, oh, we <laughs> sold just sold out. out. Someone Our heard about Tyler thousand Miller's podcast followers and snatched it all. <laughs> they put some crazy bottles of whiskey in there for super inexpensive. Really, last year the go-to was Blantons. It's forty-nine dollars.
0: Hmm. And what is it normally? Like a hundred and something. Yeah,
1: yeah. So they have really fun stuff there. And then the third thing on my list was golf more.
0: Yeah, that's a more that time is, for golf. I hope to also do that. Yeah. Um, I've really envisioned like me and Ashley golfing like into our later years. Yeah. And you know, Brian
1: will drive the cart. Yeah. And get high noons out of the cooler yeah. for
0: me. He's not really a golfer. No, I
1: just don't think that I. He is. He has uh, some bad discs in his neck, so sometimes he is fine to golf, and sometimes he isn't. Yeah. But I also feel bad because I think I beat him every time.
0: Shots fired, Ryan. You have to prove her wrong. That will be on our golf podcast. We're gonna do. He's gonna be there as well.
1: Marriage counseling golf podcast. (laughs) Perfect. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, You go up to how many rounds? Right. I'll be like, her yeah. shut up.
0: Yeah, it was three, not God, thirty. Dang. What are you talking about?
1: Jeez. No, he knows. Yeah. No, I like it. I like being outside. But you know, again, fundamentally, we're on this earth to love and serve people. Whatever yeah. that looks like for me five years from now, that's where I'll be. Yeah.
0: Whatever Maybe you're calling. Still doing to.
1: this? I don't know, because we don't have term limits.
0: Yeah. If you just you can just keep getting reelected.
1: I don't there's days I don't even want to be elected.
0: <laughs> let alone get reelected. Me. There's days I don't want to Get out of my pajamas right. I get it
1: so yeah we'll see wherever the wind takes us I mean I we'd even talked about moving yeah yeah
0: like' working yeah, golf like, all the time yeah different yeah you know, where there's golf carts on the streets
1: <sighs> yes Tyler <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and steak houses and yeah and what else did you want more trees more trees Trader Joe's and a community center with a water park
1: and yeah what else uh I think I don't
0: know. I don't know. There was a lot of things, working. lots of things that we were, yeah. we were asking for. Yeah. And well, it sounds all like apartments. You have, you have a, yeah.
1: All apartments. Yeah.
0: You're going to live in an apartment for sure.
1: Uh, I saw the drawings for the housing that they're going to put in on 105th. They're really cool. Like real mm-hmm. homes. I mm-hmm. would live in one of those if I didn't have kids. Mm-hmm. would absolutely snatch one of those up. Yeah. Because there's going to be a spine through the middle of the development. That's all walkable green space. Like yeah. think of like a very skinny Central Park.
0: Yeah. Like. No, some of these communities yeah. are awesome. And like, yeah. yeah, I just think I think um, people just, you know, they like you said, change is scary. They don't quite yeah. understand why some of this happening. And, and and I fall in that group, too, sometimes. we sure. all do. And I do, so, too. Oh, my um, gosh. But, yeah, there's like so many good, awesome com- communities I come across where I'm just like, man, this is a great idea. I know. You know what I mean? I wish yeah. we would have something like that. So like but the only way that happens is if we kind of go outside the box and try it.
1: Exactly. You know? I know. But it's a. Really difficult time to take risky business like measures. Like, you just anyone who's really good at what they do isn't going to do that, right? Without asking a boatload of questions.
0: Well, the one real estate thing I'll say is the good news is interest rates should be projected to be coming down in 2024.
1: So, to what like 6.82? So,
0: yeah, they're probably going to come down (laughs) honestly, they're probably going to come down like two percent by the end of 2024. Is what mm. we're all looking at. So, yeah, they'll be down in, in the high high fives, low sixes. Oh, my
1: God. Just in time for me to buy a mini house and put it right. in my backyard for my kids. There you go. Oh, my God. We can live together forever.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so if you're waiting yeah. for the insurance to come down before you do something, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's never going to get down to where it was. No. We, but we, that was a crazy time. Um, so, so it keeps
1: so. me from wanting to sell my place and get out of Dodge because... I'm locked into like two.
0: Think about this 2%. for a second. Because I'm glad you brought this up. Oh
1: my gosh. Are you gonna try to talk me into selling my house? No, you
0: can't sell. But if you were going to, uh huh. This is why. Oh. Okay. And it's because so do okay, so your interest rate on your house is what?
1: Literally like two point
0: two point 2. two some. Sure. Yeah. So I think I think what a lot of people have to understand is you don't actually have a two point two percent interest rate. Like on your house, sure. Okay. You're right, you do. Yeah. But is your lifestyle blended interest rate?
1: What kind of lifestyle do you think I have? I shop at Costco. Okay, dude. but
0: but okay. So <laughs> a lot of people have debts. Yeah. A lot of people have student loans. They have credit oh, sure. cards. They yeah. have um, auto loans. Yeah. They have all sorts of stuff, right? Sure. Not everybody, but a lot yeah. of people do. And so they're they're holding on to this, this house at two and a half percent or three percent, but they're getting crushed over here. And it's like, you know, yeah. you have $150,000 of equity in your home. You could take that, pay off this crap, your interest in your house, well, yeah, it'd be like 7%, but your overall debt that, that you sure. would have to come up with monthly is lower now, and by the way, you're going to gain appreciation on that house as the interest rates come down because the price is going to go up. Yeah. And so it's like some people just, they get so wrapped up in that interest rate thing, and I sure. get it. For certain people, it's like, yeah, yep, I don't have any other debts, Tyler, so like, it, that doesn't apply to me, but... Most people have no money in their savings accounts right now, and their credit card debt is the highest it's ever been by, f- by far. They're not that
1: eating at steakhouses, Tyler.
0: They're not, but they will put it on a credit card.
1: You're straight <laughs> up correct on that. They absolutely freaking will. Yeah, you know what Charge I'm saying? Charge it, baby.
0: You know what I'm saying? Let's I mean, go.
1: I, 29.50% interest right. on a steak dinner.
0: And I'm shocked Pass. that I go to, you know, we'll drive around the city yeah. at night to go to somewhere to eat. Every place is packed. Every single place I know. is packed. I, I, yeah. But I'm telling you, the rates haven't come down because everybody is taking money out of their accounts. Okay? And when they do that, the bank has to sell mortgage-backed securities, which then keep rates higher. And so, again, if you look at these charts, and I'm nerding out, but I'm just telling you. Like, We're this is what's happening. spreadsheet. We're, like, we are, like, the, the money is the lowest it's been in the bank account system for a while. Part of that is because people can get better investments, not in a savings account right now. So they're putting it like a money market. Sure. Anyways, that paired with credit card debt, that literally, like the chart I saw was ridiculous. It was like over the last 60 years, it was like this little bloop. And we were like right here at like 2022. And it's like the highest it's ever been, right? And then 2023. So it was like this for 40 years. 2023 was like, here, that's how, like, far up the credit card debt has gone. I hate credit cards. in one year, and I'm it's because people, people don't have I'm any. I'm not
1: gonna touch the mic. <laughs> I did it.
0: It's because people don't have any money in their savings accounts. So all that you is know, save.
1: Don't these people watch Dave Ramsey?
0: But they, yeah, right. Um, but, but again, I think people are like, well, but I can't move because I got all. It's like you have sure. so much money in your house. You have so much equity. All yeah. everybody does, and it's like you know what? Solve your problems, okay. Don't hold on to this low interest rate where you're dying to pay for everything else. Right, Pay off the rest of this crap. Get a house that, yeah, it's a little bit higher interest rate. Refinance it when it comes down. But your, your lower monthly payment is going to make your life easier, in my opinion. Right?
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, was the Tyler Miller opinion.
0: That was the <laughs> section of the podcast <laughs> at the very end that no one will hear. But everyone
1: anybody, shut the podcast off 48 seconds ago. Yeah.
0: If anybody was still listening to that, I hope you learned something. Surprise. There's more. <laughs> Surprise. We're going for another hour. Oh, my the God. Tyler Buckle Miller. up, y'all. <laughs> Tyler Miller real estate hour starts now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was just my little spiel. I, when people talk about their low interest rates, it just, you know, I want. Yeah. People need to no, understand. I get it. People need to understand. But everybody's situation is different. Right. Right. Um Anyways. With all of that being said, Jess. Yeah,
1: what up, dog? You
0: are incredible. That's I super nice. I think I You're mean being way too nice. If anybody actually listens to this whole thing,
1: you get a prize. You, We're not going to tell you what the prize is, yeah. but you get one.
0: See me for your History. prize. Email me for your prize. I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but like, if you actually, if people actually listen to this, yeah. I think. I personally, I think it clears up a lot of misconceptions. I hope so. I think it clear. Like honestly, I think you did an amazing job with my onslaught of questions. That I, I literally, like every question I asked you, I hear every month yeah. from someone just mentioning you? something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I or think pops
1: up on socials,
0: right? And it's like you know. Hopefully next time it pops up on socials, someone will say something like, I don't know what the podcast is, but there's some podcasts and I heard that, like, you know what I mean? (laughs)
1: I'm one of the 62 listeners and I have it in good authority. Seriously.
0: But that's like, it's just like, you know, who knows? Maybe we make a little small change here and people will just like understand things and maybe uh, appreciate what you guys do every single day and how hard it actually is to like make this shit happen. Um, So I just want you to know, I appreciate you.
1: That's really kind. And I appreciate that. I really do. And I
0: think a lot of people uh, appreciate what you do as well. So I know I speak for lots of people. But uh, uh, just I can sleep at night knowing that there's someone in our city council, probably among many others, but I know you personally, um, that uh, is going to go to bat for what's best for our community every single day and work her tail off when you don't necessarily need to, but you love it. You know what I mean?
1: I don't love it. I well, just but hate failing, and I'm super competitive. Right. You, That's the
0: problem. You love something about I it.
1: Do, I do. I love the community. And, right. you know, I tell people all the time because, you know, just like when you were reading your questions, well, why did Council do this? Listen, I cannot live in yesterdays. I just can't. Yeah. I can learn from yesterdays, but I can't live in yesterdays. So I live in tomorrows. So what that means is that what I'm doing today is what I'm hoping will impact the city of Blaine, the greatest benefit, 10, 15, 25, 30 years from now. Yeah. I can't change yesterdays. I can't change something other councils did. I can't change something that you don't like. If it's something that we need to learn from and you know revisit or mm-hmm. re- dialogue or change something, sure. But I can't live in yesterdays. Yeah. I just can't. I mean, it's just, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, and that's why we love you.
1: Well, that's really nice, and I appreciate that. Very much. Yeah. I mean, I would also add that although life does get busy, like I am always happy to have these conversations mm-hmm. anytime. Really. Yeah. Honestly.
0: Just call you up. Yeah. Please. What's your phone number? All I'm of our
1: contact. Let's see, Tyler Miller. <laughs> it's all online. Just yeah. And it's all on the uh, gov backslash city council. <laughs>
0: yeah. And if they want to just approach you at your house... No, I'm just kidding.
1: I would not recommend that. Yeah, don't that, do that. has happened, and that is the not fun part of this. Yeah,
0: you guys, come on. Don't do that. I have
1: repeat offenders. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Just know your know your boundaries, people. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, for any of you guys watching or listening, um, again, appreciate your support of the Obvious Choice Podcast. And if you have anyone else in the community that you feel does you know an incredible job at, at some aspect that uh, should be featured, I would love to have them on. So please reach out um, and let me know. But again, Jess, thanks for being here. Really appreciate Thank you, you as always. Thanks and for uh, me. you know,
1: we're gonna have to do part two, part yeah. three, part. There's four. so much more.
0: That we could talk about, but
1: yeah, anytime.
0: Um, we will have to do that another day, so you can get on to your to your next appointment.
1: Trunk Highway 65 Coalition meeting. <laughs> Busy
0: Councilwoman on, uh, Robertson uh, must leave. Her Secret Service is waving her. Yeah, out my right security now.
1: details outside. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, anyways, guys, thanks for watching and listening. Have a wonderful day. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Tyler. Yep.
0: Bye bye.